and um are you are you like self-taught with what everything like, yeah like with pool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like the bowling like that just i mean that's the way i've literally always bowled like i did i always thought it was way more comfortable flicking it kind of like this as opposed to underhand it just seems a lot easier plus i feel like i have more control and power on it throwing it that way it's and more masculine too. you know with uh <laughs> with uh, a pencil or pen like when i learned how to write you know i see people hold their pencils and stuff like this but I kind of like grip it. There's like a weird little grip that I have, but I, no, I don't hold it like that. No, don't, don't caveman me. That's, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like a little, it's a little different. And then with the uh, pool stick, you know, a lot of people like, they like slide it like that. I know uh -huh. it's real sexual, but I just kind of like put it in between this hand and then just, you know, do it that way. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm trying to think what isms I have. So I had an ism in baseball. My mom taught me how to swing a baseball bat. And it was not like throw the hands thing. It was like a get wide and just swing around. And it worked. It right. worked for me. Did I always make the most solid contact? No. But I could put the bat on the ball. Then I had a baseball coach, right, who was going to teach me the right way to swing. And it goes back to me and my golf lessons, like I was telling you off, off mic. The swing gets better, but I'm not making contact like I used to. Like, I became a strikeout king. like, And I used to never strike out. Like, I put it in play. I I started striking out left and right. I'm like, bro, I suck. I've, like, never been this bad at baseball in my now, life. when did that change occur, though? Was it middle school? Like, when did – Bro, eighth grade. You playing baseball. Eighth grade, bro. It, it changed. It happened in eighth grade, and that's when I stopped. That was my last year playing baseball. Because I was, like, on the fence about playing baseball in high school. And then after that, I wasn't, I wasn't good anymore. I couldn't hit. Yeah. And high school's harder, better pitching. You know what I'm saying? And like, if I'm not hitting this stuff, and like, the worst part was playing against people that I'd known for years. Because so in Cartersville, everybody played rec baseball like through eighth grade. It didn't matter if you made the school team or not. Everybody played rec. Even if you played travel ball, you still play rec, right? So I'm playing against people in school ball. I used to tattoo and wreck and I'm striking out like crazy. Then wreck season starts and it doesn't end. All right. And I'm like, dog. Oh, yeah. Time to, time, to, time to hang them up. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was never like a 0 for 4 or 3 strikeout type of nigga. <laughs> you know. And then, and then your ground out's just a straight hit to the to the guy on bag, basically. Yeah, yeah, bro. And now don't get me wrong, like when I would make solid contact, I'll hit for power so much better. But I was a hit the ball right to the right to the tip of the grass, you know, just get it out the infield or hit or, or, or hit something to third base fast guy, beat it out. I'm going to steal second. Depends on who's pitching and catching. I might steal third, you know. That was that guy. I was your typical leadoff hitter. And then, then one day you just turned into Michael Jordan in Space Jam. After you know, you, you got to start and wreck the guys behind you. He just doesn't want to embarrass you. He's like, don't swing. He's like, Let's get you on base with a walk, man. You know? Oh, man. Parlay Pete, man. What's up, baby? How you doing? We're doing fantastic. How are we doing? I know you had that cross-country drive. You know, I, I'm getting my powers back. You know, it felt good to come in here yesterday and have a little devotion with the microphone uh, to bring back some normalcy a little bit. In totality, what, well, how many days was it? Would you, would you say four? It took you about four. I know that you did made stops on purpose. Right. So let me see. I did a Central Cal to SoCal drop 
that was one day. SoCal to West Texas, two days. West Texas to East Texas, three days. East Texas to Cartersville, four days. Cartersville to Albany, five days. Mm. So, yeah, it was a total of five days on the road. I actually spent most of my day in Cartersville chilling Monday and drove down to Albany uh, in the morning. Beautiful Yesterday sun. morning before work. Beautiful sights on the way there. Like, how was driving through like New Mexico? I was asleep. I was asleep uh, for that drive. So I didn't see much of New Mexico. I saw a little bit of Arizona. Uh, and I'll tell you, we took the 10. We went from 8 to the 10 until we got to Alabama. Okay. Mm. So it was ugly, man. It was really ugly. It was a lot of just desert. Where the last time, last two times I did the cross country, I, I went up a little bit further north, and we spent a bit more, much more time on twenty, and that's where you see your uh, steers and your uh, windmills, long mm. cow horns and big windmills. Uh I don't recommend either. <laughs> Fly. Yeah, no, no. Trust me, trust me. I am, I am a person that hates. I hate fucking road tripping. You know, it would be one thing if you're on tour. Or something like that, and you're in this comfy sprinter band slash, you know, John Madden like bus. Yeah, you know that's one thing to do it that way. But if you're in a car, even an SUV, and I'm I'm talking about my mom. You know, we that was one thing because I got a big family. Yeah, um, we always yeah we always had you know Suburbans, Escalades, so you know nice nice SUVs. But like it's still and with TVs all that shit, I still hated it. So like if I'm not, but one the one time. For one of my brother's AAU trips, they played. They had the Nationals in uh, New Orleans, and That's they were cool. playing the games at the uh, Hornets' uh, practice facility. And okay. uh, that was actually fun. Like it was fun because we had a cool ass van. Like it was a van. It was a minivan, but it was like a very spacious one with like a table and shit to eat. Like it was cool. So doing okay. it that way is like very easy. And, you know, and that's not the longest road trip in the world either, New Orleans, Atlanta to New Orleans. Well, we probably did five and a half. Yeah, five and a half, six. Yeah, that's not not terrible. But um, the one thing that sucks about the multi-day road trip, and not to be disclosing too much of my personal life, but you are literally on top of a person, like, nonstop. It it really takes you back to, like, a lot of people in that COVID fever shit. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're literally with your family all day, every day. And some people realize that um, it's, you, you need to go to work. You need to, like, go to the bar. Like, you need your breaks. And, like, you're, you're uncomfortable. You're farting. You're sleeping. You're awake. You're in the car. You're stinking. You got to let the dog out. You got to get gas. And it's just, like. It's just a big hassle. Can I just have two hours to myself? No, you can't because we're going to the hotel next and we're going to sleep. We're going to get up and do it all over again. But we're here. We're happy. Um, loved it. Happy I made the trip. Yeah, you know why I'm happy I made the trip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Big life Absolutely. changes here. Shout out to uh, Black and Called. I'm rocking your gear today. Uh, Candace. shout out to you. I noticed that when you walked in, I was wondering what it said under there. I saw the black, but I, I, I didn't know if it said, you know, Black and proud. I didn't know what. Okay, black, no, black and called. You know, yeah, called by the Most High to rock the mic. Uh, you know, I got this retro 1998 Falcons uh, NFC Championship hat. I found at my mom's house over the weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but we're not gonna st- start off with our Falcons. But 
We are all here to do what Falcons do. Look at that. Now, we don't rise up anymore. We Mariota. Yeah, I know. But anyways, let's – do we have to talk about the slap heard around the world, Pierce? Do we have to? I think it should be touched, but that is just about it. No Kind of like Chris Rock's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah touched a little bit, but – We don't have to yell about it, but we, we can <laughs> touch it, you know? Did you th- – at any point, did you think it was fake? No, it's funny though, because when when it first popped up, you know, we my uh, brother was having a barbecue at his house, and mm-hmm. I got there kind of late. I got there like nine, and so we, you know, I'm eating and we're talking. So I wasn't really looking at my phone. Then I looked, checked the group, and I saw it, and I showed them. I was like, "Yo, did y'all see this?" So Justice, his first reaction was, "He's like it's fake." I said, "No," I said, "It looks like he really smacked the shit out of him." Like I said, "This doesn't look fake at all." And then. The next, then I kept going down, and then I saw the next video of him yelling, and I was like, "Hell no!" Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you can tell though that Chris Rock was really ready to. <laughs> he was ready to give a couple two more. Yeah, well, and I just think that, like I said, for them, it's it's an odd, it's odd just because of you know. They've got and I over the days because of the incident, you get to see all these things come back up. Like I saw obviously that Chris Rock was in um he was in an episode of Fresh Prince where yeah. he was a, where he played the role of a woman um that was hitting on Will. And mm-hmm. then they showed a picture of him, Jada, and Will all together somewhere. I don't know. So to me, it was like maybe they're not even like good friends, but clearly they're friends enough and so that's what made it they're black a they're they're black a-list hollywooders they may not be friends both both of them are like big names like they're big names like chris rock Rock, aside from eddie murphy is probably the top black comedian to ever come out of snl like behind eddie he would probably be the second biggest but i mean there's an argument that behind eddie he's the second biggest comedian like i think chappelle is but i think the argument but but you know what? But you want to know what? Chappelle, unlike Chris Rock, Chris Rock is more like Eddie because he made so many goddamn movies that everybody knows. Yes. Chappelle doesn't really have the movies like that. So no, Chappelle is more of a comedian. Yeah, he's a stand-up he, guy. Yeah, he did movies, but he's a stand-up guy. He where he a sketch show, which Chris Rock had a sketch show too. Yeah, most people don't know that. Like he had, he had the Chris Rock show. Yeah, on he HBO, right? Stuff to fucking uh, Chappelle. It's crazy. It is. And, you know, he, I I guess I have more of a response to the response than an actual event itself because at the end of the day, that's a dispute between two grown men and they will handle it however they see fit. And mm-hmm. it's not for me or you to say, hey, here's how you guys should handle the dispute. For one, the people who said, if that was me, that here's what I would have done. No, no. You don't know what you would have done. Because there's no way to prepare for that situation. And with all the different outside things that are tied to that, you know, some people look at it as this was a, a black mark on the Oscars, literally a black mark on the Oscars on a on a white blouse that you obviously don't want this black mark on. And that's the Academy not wanting us in their show. And then we right. go and act the way that they expect us to act. And if that's in the back of Chris Rock's mind, OK, I'm not going to turn this thing out. Also, like, 
this man going through it. Like, and we and everybody knew that too. And like I said, it definitely doesn't excuse his actions by any stretch of imagination. I, like I said, I thought that all in all, he was obviously in the wrong. I don't think that the joke was that offensive, honestly. It's not like he said, he's you know, it's not like he said, or like how August Alcina was fucking Jada and then just had a smile on his face. It's not like he said that. So, or it's not like he made an alopecia joke and called her a cancer patient, like Charlie Villanueva. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, like Kevin Garnett did to Charlie Villanueva. Yeah, I'm saying. You know, K- KG kept playing games. You know, yeah. afterwards. and Charlie Villanueva kept playing games too. So, it just it's not, you know. And, and, maybe- and here's the one thing I, I'll, I'll say, man. And it it, it is it, it's a tough spot to be in when your wife is also a public figure. And it becomes different from defending your wife's name, right? Because it's not just your wife. This is Jada Pinkett Smith, who is Jada Pinkett before the Smith and was popping before you, right? I, I remember I remember my freshman year at Morehouse. I remember my freshman year at Morehouse. Do you remember did you follow Odd Future at all? Okay. You remember how they had the little the little Steve Harvey beef thing? Yeah, so fuck Steve Harvey like all the time. Right. So there was a guy who was in my class who was who's related to one of them odd future niggas. I don't know which one because I'm not an odd future guy. And Steve Harvey's son, name son, was in my class as well. We're at a we're at like some campus event. They're showing they're showing the movie Salt on the in the in the quad on the out there in the parking lot. And dog says fuck Steve Harvey. Buddy's ready to go crazy because he's saying, fuck my dad. Right. But the difference for him, the way he perceives it, right, you're not going to say, fuck my daddy. But when dude is saying, fuck Steve Harvey, again, I'm not defending him because that was some that was some clown sucker shit. He should have yeah. got his ass whooped for it. But nonetheless, he's talking about a public figure that is separate from that guy being your dad. Your dad just happens to be this fu- this public figure that I can actually have an opinion on because he's exposed himself to the world to allow me to build my own opinion on him based on the way he acts in the media. It, now, it, again, it I'm, not def- I'm not defending it. I'm just providing, like, context for it. It's not, like, if somebody walks up to you and say, fuck your dad, like, bro, you know my dad. Like, what are you talking like, huh? Right. It's personal. No, you're right, and 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 that's and that's where Will had to kind of distinguish that the joke wasn't about your wife. The joke was at Jada, yes, not your wife. And so it's it's it is that's that's actually a perfect uh, example kind of to use it in because everybody says something about anyone public. There's plenty of people that come out and say. You know, not to to do it again, but there's plenty of people that come out and say Matt Ryan sucks, and it's like Matt Ryan, somebody's dad too. What is it? You know what I mean? It doesn't it doesn't mean that you know, bro. Think about with Russell Westbrook. He talked about how his how his family doesn't come to games anymore because of the ridicule that people. It, and it's like, hey, they're not making fun of your husband. They're not making fun of your dad. They're making fun of the basketball player number zero. Russell Westbrook, who could not hit the, who could not throw a ball in the damn ocean, right? And so it has nothing to do with if he's a good dad, a good husband, or whatever. Like I said, nobody's coming out here saying, "Hey, hey, Westbrook." Like I mean, 
like I said, it's not like Chris Rock said to Jada, like it was a joke about the month of August and then it involved fucking, you know what I mean? Like there, there, there was nothing there. The joke didn't involve that type of stuff. You but know, did you see the 2016 brought up or something like? Did, did you see the 2016 joke though? I think I did on like Shaver or something. Yeah, it was like where well, he's pretty much saying the only way she would get invited to the Emmys is like some, he said some some slick basically, shit. He's like you you were never invited though. Like you were basically de- declining to go, but you weren't even invited. Was he wrong? No. <laughs> and 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 so here, here I go. Here we go. People are upset because there's pushback on Will. And I saw a post where y'all said, where they said, y'all scream and protect black women at all costs. But now when somebody goes to protect a black woman, uh, y'all trying to tell them it's the wrong time and place. In a vacuum, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But what did the slap do to protect her? The joke was already made. She felt whatever she felt from that joke. You slapping him does not change how that joke made her feel. It may change her mood because she goes, oh, I'm validated. My man did what Tupac would do and he hit him up, right? Right. But when she goes back home and that's replayed, because now we're replaying the clip more than we would have replayed it because it was a fucking... Throwaway joke, anyways. Right. She's gonna feel that much worse. So did he really protect her? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think that it just bought, you know, and 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 you know, to look at it even from a, a second lens, you know, they said that Chris Rock over that last next twenty four hours after it happened, that he sold more tickets than he had the previous month for a tour that actually starts tonight which is why I think that he hasn't come out and said anything because the thought is he's going to address it tonight in his first stand-up. Isn't that what we want? You know what? I was, so I was listening just, to – uh, like, My bad, not to cut you off, but it's just like a rapper. And, like, and that's where I was going. I was listening to Button today, right? And they were talking about how uh, Freddie Gibbs and Benny the, uh, the Butcher have been throwing tw- uh, tweets at each other. And it's like, bro, back in the day, people would just go rap, bro. Like, we don't want to see y'all tweet. Y'all are good rappers. Go rap about it. Right. Chris Rock ain't said nothing. He's like, bro, I'm going on, I'm on tour right now. Hey, you're a comedian, bro. Go, go make jokes about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, use the skill that you have that we love and talk about that. I talked about on the pod yesterday. Uh Kevin Hart's special, laugh at my pain. That is what comedy is. We are laughing at someone else's pain, whether it's minor pain or major pain. Shout out to Damon Waynes. But we are taking a serious thing that has a real effect on somebody and we're making light of it because that's how we cope with it. It it's, 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 it, I saw a tweet saying, I don't think we need comedians anymore because I get on Twitter all the time and, and Twitter funny as fuck. Twitter ain't never. Twitter has never made me laugh like I laughed when I saw Eddie Griffin live. I promise you. Never. <laughs> Eddie Griffin... It's the funniest part. Eddie Griffin, one, Donnell Rollins, two, are the funniest two people I've ever seen in person. Donnell Rollins is the most flagrant nigga I've ever seen. He is, he, you want to talk about no holds bar. I think we had told you guys, we, because we saw Chappelle, the first post COVID show. Yeah. For Chappelle in Vegas. 
And of course, Donnell's, you know, right before Chappelle comes on, and this guy. Yeah. They locked the phones just, up. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> like, dog, I ain't never seen nobody like just cut a fool like that. And like, like me, I'm talking about talking to somebody in the crowd. And then he's like, I'm talking to you, nigga. Like, it's like, <laughs> like for real though, looking at a Chinese dude, like saying some stuff, like right. These slurs, what we consider a slur, like, I mean, they were really going wild. And what I'm afraid of is we're going to lose that aspect of our society because we're in this, we're in this, you know, we're trying to find this perfect society where we uh, please and appeal to everybody, right? Or at least we say we do. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. It's an impossible thing to do. And I think comedy is one of the few industries, comedy in the NFL, that tells us that the cream rises to the top and it all this let me let me pander to this group pander to that group blase blase blah it doesn't fucking matter because guess what i can resonate with some of these dark nasty things that somebody says you can use this slur about a group of people and i can go oh that reminds me of going to my uncle's house that reminds me of going to my grandma's house that reminds me to go into somebody to being in a certain situation and guess what you and i can understand that you can use a slur, disrespectful language to or towards a person or group of people, and that is no indication of how you truly feel about them. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, first of all, I'm trying to think, even in, in general, what type of slur is even used like that. Like now, we know how it would be in a joke, but in general, it's not like you know, like when white people say "nigga." And I'm 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 of the belief, and just on my end, especially like I've never truly been bothered when they say the word nigga. I don't get that bothered because I've never I well, let me not say I've never seen a white person call a black person a nigga, but like there are different dynamics to it. There are white people that I know that have used the word, like you know what I mean, like around me. Same. And there's also white friends of mine. Like I said, I tried to get one of them to say it once in a joking man. Like, I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, How old were you? Huh? How old were you? 17. Okay. And then, um, he didn't want to say it though. And so even more of a reason, even at that time, cause I'm like, well, okay, respect. My thought is, is that I don't mind white people using it. Just why would you want to? That's hey. kind of my thing. Why would you want to like, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I am not going, I'm really going to lose sleep on the use of the N-word by a white person. Yeah. But what I will say is, why would you want to use it? And when you use it, you are being so fucking disrespectful that I don't necessarily want to be around you. Because you understand what that word means. You understand the weight and the gravity of that word. And there is never a setting where it's acceptable. Right. So it's just like you just being disrespectful as hell. Like the word itself, if you say it like, oh, okay, whatever you said, nigga. Like I had an instance with a white guy. He, we're, we're in a bar. 20 folds comes home. He sings the hook all the way through. And I'm like right next Burn to him. Burning drove 24. Yeah. That's, that's how, how my niggas roll. Even though I, the clean version, he said, that's how all my partners roll. He said niggas. And I go, hey, bro, like, chill, dog. That, that's not cool. He goes, bro, it's 2017. You got to get over it. <laughs> what? Whoa. Whoa. I need my five minutes. <laughs> and we were out of the bar, a group of people. 
I'm not going to fight you in a bar because I'm not going to jail over right. the N-word. Like we're that. just getting kicked out and banned for good from that bar. Exactly. And we were, our cars were parked at the same guy's house. So I said, hey, when we get to the house, I need five minutes on the back porch. I told the homeowner, hey, bro, here's what happened. So-and-so said the N-word in the song. I said, hey, man. I said, hey, man, that shit ain't cool. Uh, I need my five minutes. Whatever. Hold on. Goldmouth Tommy's calling me right now. I'm about to bring him in. Let's get him on. Hey, Jack. Hold on. Why are you not? Hold on. Let me. You're not hooked up to my What the hell is going on? I'm on a pod right now with Pierce, but somehow it's not hooked up to my damn. Uh... Are you good? You want to talk about Big Wheel? Bro, we talking about Will right now, man. Hold on. Let me see if I can get you in on this blue screen. We can't hear Tommy. I know. I don't know what's going on, man. Bro, I'm not. I'm over here trying to get this Bluetooth thing acting right because my Bluetooth is – my phone's supposed to be hooked up to here all the time. Cross-country trip. Fucking shit up. Apparently, Jack went in. Uh, uh, Tommy, he went in on uh on Will. Let me see what. Let me see if I can get this thing working. Oh, come on! There we go. Connect. We need to get a collab show. I think the Jackson is like. Hey, Jack, say something. Fucking hilarious. Go mouth. You. There we go. Hey, man, you you on with us, man? What 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 did you have to say on uh the streets is talking podcast? Oh. Oh, shot o'clock. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. What you say on shot o'clock? All right. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm going to give you just a little bit. So basically, I went off the argument that certain majority of people were making about Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. He shouldn't have jokes on people with disorders. So alopecia apparently is an autoimmune disorder and it doesn't affect anything in your body but your hair loss, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, well, let me list a couple of things that us human beings cannot control. Being ugly, hair loss, cross-eyed, knock knees, vitiligo, blindness, deafness, Down syndrome, Tourette's, addiction, dick size, height, eyesight, nose, sickle cell, any type of mood disorder, and um, hmm, skin color. These are all things that we can't control, right? The majority of what I just listed are, as we deem alopecia, a disease. Now, I don't know how many people went to high school, but if you ever laughed at or didn't slap somebody when you heard a joke about somebody's height, them being ugly, cross-eyed, Down syndrome, then you need to shut up about Jada Piggy Smith being offended for that weak joke that Chris Rock made. Because these are all things you can't control. And last time that I checked, I see people making jokes about all these things. Is it right? No. But um, a lot of things aren't right. And uh, we can't control things that aren't right. It's the world we live in. Get over it. It is not. I'm not cool with people making jokes about stuff like that, but it happens. If you let somebody's words control 
your physicality towards them, you're weak in my eyes. Now we all mess up. It's cool, whatever. But on national TV, when you know he can't defend himself up there, because now y'all going to be looking real stupid if he go up there and y'all get to wrestling up there and all this extra stuff. So You can curse here. Oh, okay, cool. I was trying to be a PC. Because <laughs> I'll be cussing on my shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he wouldn't have went up there if it was anybody else. And not to make this a black and white thing, because I personally don't care uh, about how they view us, but it is a bad look. And I bet you he wouldn't have went up there and slapped Seinfeld or Jimmy Kimmel or Jim Carrey. I bet you he wouldn't have. Because we know the consequences of what happens, as we all know, if I'm black and do anything to a white person, because I think most black people grew up, hey, all right, hey, don't be around them like that by yourself, because you never know what would happen if y'all didn't see that documentary about that one dude who went around. It was like a party with all white people. He was he, he was left missing, basically. He was missing. I, I, he was dead. He ended up dead. Not to say, because I love me some white people, I ain't gonna lie, but that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is that the argument that Jada Pinkett Smith can't take a joke, a G.I. Jane joke at that, I can see if he said, hey, Will, August Alcina, he going to be there tonight? I can see if he said something like that. But he and, did not. And that, and, and, then and Tom, your boy want to laugh at the joke and then walk up there. That's all I got to say. If you smack somebody, if you put your hands on somebody, you got to be ready for what happens. And I also, the last thing I'm going to say, I said, look, what if, and I hope this doesn't happen, but what if next month Will Smith went missing? Oh, what, what you going to say now? Oh, uh, our, Will Smith dead. Let's just say that. Oh, he died. Oh, um, Wow. Oh, my God. There are people going to be crying. Oh, he should have never went up there and got at Chris Rock. What if Chris Rock just went haywire, sent some people to go fire his ass up like the 4th of July? Now what you going to say? That's my piece right there. That's it. Damn. Damn. I wish I was a shot o'clock today. I'm going to take a shot to that one, damn it. Right. right. And, and, and I totally agree with everything that he said. I, I think that um, even in general, when you look at it, Let's start off and look at what the Oscars is and why we've had a lot of these moments happen on award shows. It's a made-for-TV event anyways. Even if it's not scripted, this is still made for TV, right? Like, that's that's what it is. Because in reality, if they just wanted to give the award to them, they would just announce it like they do when somebody makes the NBA All-Star team or – not to compare it to sports because the entertaining sports, but they intertwine so I mean, much. It's the same play. damn thing. Make Getting the Oscars like winning All-NBA, let's be real. Well, hell, when you win the president, it's, yeah, they have their parties that they're at before they win, but it gets just announced on TV beforehand. It's not like they're both together next to each other, and then they raise the hand of the winner. <laughs> it's not fucking Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a made-for-TV event. Firstly, but then secondly, we're looking at two end. We're looking at a, a bunch of individuals that are fifty plus years old, and kind of like Goldmouth Tommy just said here, you know, they're these they fifty years old now. Will Smith is too fucking rich. He's somebody that has done comedy himself. I don't see how even in the heat of a moment. If you took it a certain kind of way, you were like, man, that's a low blow. Bro, what like, if Uncle Phil slapped him? 
He did in the show millions of times. He didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, do, do you think he would have went up there if it was Terry Crews making the jokes, popping his well, chest? Well, everybody said instead of Chris Rock, if it was The Rock, you know, let's say The Rock was hosting it, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He He's not going to smack the fucking rock on national TV. Nah, that nigga would have got rock bottom. <laughs> you know, it Caught just. People elbow. Right. You know, he would have gave Jada the people strudel. Yeah, we would have been on some civil rights type thing. Okay, not to not to get all deep. Nah, you can nah, you can do whatever you want, man. You you know you come in, you can cook, baby. It's your kitchen. Not to get all deep, but I seen the article by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, the most points scored by anybody ever to touch the rock. LeBron gonna go ahead and get that from him, but it's okay. So. He said some good stuff in his article. I ain't going to really read all that. But my thing was, this definitely adds to the narrative that black people already have. Now, I'm not, I'm, I, I hate, I do not play the victim no more. I don't even care about all that stuff. But if you want to be or get an Oscar or be a top 100 million plus earning actor, you got to play by the rules of the establishment, which is, not to say it like that, but white people do run this whole country. Let's just—I don't get, get out your feelings. That's what it is. So now nah, Beyonce said girls run the world. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, fine. Oh, no, I ain't even gonna get on that. But the black narrative is that you can't take them motherfuckers nowhere because all they do is start shit. And guess what happened on the national stage? Shit got started over a joke. Hey, Jack, and that was my thing, man. Uh, go mouth, you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, y'all, like, Will, you want this award. You want to be accepted by these people. So you have to carry yourself in a way that these people accept. Now, somebody like me or you, right, I don't think we're out here trying to appeal to everybody. I think we have we we are in our lane. I don't, bro, I don't want no awards. I don't give a damn about y'all people. I rock with who rock with me. But because you accept, you want their acceptance, you can't then say, oh, nah, man, I got to keep it street, baby. I got to go back to West Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? You should have right. smacked up the niggas who sent you to Bel Air. Yeah, first of all, and I, I say the same thing about LeBron and everybody like that. You have been famous and had millions of dollars longer than you have been broke when you was 18. Get 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 over that shit. Get over it. You ain't there no more. You ha- are 50. You have been literally up more than you've been down in life. So what what does that come with? Because I don't see these people on Jada's side talking to their boss, Chris, slapping their boss. Because guess what? Because you, cause you want to keep your job, right? Exactly. So you just can't get out here and put your hands on people knowing that you got stuff to lose you can't do it you cannot do it and like i said i'm not like you just said ain't nobody trying to appeal to the quote-unquote white man or nothing but you are when you're in the position that he is sadly he is he he chose that life you everybody got their choices right he chose to be a top award-winning great actor you got to sit in these rooms you need to act accordingly or you're going to make Sadly, celebrities run the narrative, and I hate that. But you are the face of black people at certain times. And guess what? The face done look crazy 
last night or whenever that two nights ago. Yeah, because it got a damn hand over. It got Will Smith's hand on the face of black people. Chris Chris Rock is hosting the damn Oscars and he got slapped in the face. And one of the people who came to console Will Smith was uh Tyler Perry, uh, uh Goldmouth. Question for you. I'm gonna throw this one to you first since you are a guest unannounced. Um how you feel about uh Tyler Perry apparently using his Medea voice during sex? Tyler Perry, like I said, to each his own. I never, I personally don't mess with the guy, but to each his own, whatever he do, he do. I don't really care about, I'm I'm done caring about people's personal lives, but Lord, the man's weird to me. I never liked any of these movies because he portrays every black dude as horrible to their women. And then you got to go get the dude that cut lawns that just be out there with an afro and a janitor or something like that to pick up a woman who has 8,000 badass kids. And now I got to take all this on on my $15 an hour salary. Get out of here. So you. Yeah, I mean, look, and you know, you got to love the boondocks because they, they had touched on it too, obviously, for that one episode, which they got banned, which Todd Perry got banned because it was him basically being secretly a homosexual, uh, which I guess nobody could ever confirm. But, you know, I like we said kind of off air before we even got on here, that was my thoughts when when I looked it up, because when you put it on the notes, I was like, I, was like, I haven't heard this. So then I go to look it up and I see it and I'm thinking to myself, huh, makes the Medea voice during sex. I'm like, there's no way that he's fucking a chick and this is what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that there's a chick that he's fucking and this is what he does. I'm like, you know what? For a gay dude, though, I bet they probably really like that. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's 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 role play, right? You're fucking one of your favorite uh one of your favorite uh uh characters, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? He come in with the dress, the fake tits, and it's like hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get my pistol and, and waving his, his waving his water pistol in there. Well, you might be wearing, Is you still might be wearing on Facebook right now? Yes, absolutely. Oh my Jesus! Okay, I got a question for both of y'all, Pierce. I'm gonna throw it to you first. Okay. Cause I I didn't know y'all got into it like this. I thought y'all was real PC wearing suits and stuff like that. But anyway, <laughs> no, nah, we don't, we in t shirts because because we don't think I there's anything wrong with what he did. We don't. Well, think still wrong. niggas too. I, you know, yeah, 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 still niggas. And, and 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 being a Morehouse nigga, you know what that means, right? You're yeah, a you certified. Know. You're a certified. No facts, facts, facts. But I got a question for Pierce. I'm gonna throw it to Pierce first. Okay. And this has nothing to do with the Will Smith thing, by Hold the way. On. How does they go cover my podcast asking the questions? Okay, this is the last question. Nah, you good, you good. I'm just talking shit. That, that's a joke. Don't smack him. How do you... Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Now I gotta slap him because he told a joke. I don't like Anyway, so how do y'all feel about the current dating scene? More importantly, how the opposite sex acts towards the regular man out in the world. I'm practically married, so I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do this one. I think that, uh, you know, are we talking, what? T- I guess, any woman talking about any type of normal man? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, okay. What, yeah, any normal, any normal guy. Well, you know, at this point, in a weird way, it's, it's, it's really almost you don't want to call it a slave trade for men and women, but in a weird way, it's, you know, highest bidder type shit. And 
you know, there's there's a lot of social media influence that goes into this stuff. And I guess because a part of that, too, could be not only because social media, I guess, is relevant in everyday life at this point, because it's kind of like who doesn't have it, even though there's plenty of people that don't have social media. Hell, there's more people in the world that don't have it than that do. But I think that because of the way that it's portrayed when you go out, it's like one of those things. It's this status type thing. It's 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 more of what can you do for me? It's not even a, hey, I don't mind getting to know you, this, that, and the fourth, but like, what can you do for me? Like that seems to be, and specifically, I guess I can talk better about where I am because when I'm the out-of-towner, like I'm like, I mean, I do the same shit I do here as I do there, but specifically in Atlanta, you know, it's, oh it's, man, tough dating city, man. It's fucking, you know, it's a fucking prostitution ring out here. <laughs> like, you know, what I mean, that is what dating is. It's it's who's willing to pay. And you know, the sad thing about that is, it's like I, that. That's how I view the climate. No, and and that's how I I, I, I view the climate as well. Um, granted, I'm not in that climate. I'm in a totally different climate. Just you know, so everybody knows different climate. Um, but that that's really what it is. It's like. Oh, if he can't buy you no Birkin, bitch, I'm not buying you no fifty thousand, twenty five thousand dollar purse. I don't know. Yeah. Or oh, we ain't we ain't doing no talking stage. We are doing vacations, huh? Yeah. You want me? You want to go? You want to go somewhere with me for three days? And we don't know each other. Can we just go get coffee? Can we go get a bite to eat? Can we get a drink? <laughs> Can we go like throw axes? Nope. Go to Top Golf. <laughs> Yo, hey, can we go to the bowling? That's lame. Man, we go to bowling. Can we go to a to the game? Can we catch a movie? No, I mean, I'm sure y'all remember the times where you ain't had nothing. You had about you know maybe fifty bucks. She ain't had nothing like that. Maybe put a little twenty piece on it, and y'all had the best of times wherever y'all made wherever y'all went. Eight y'all, six y'all. live, oh. baby. Eight six live. We wasn't spending no money back then. We still had great times at eight six live. And the Dookie. Come, right. And per Dookie. Come on now, baby. We wasn't spending big money back then. <laughs> y'all talked. Y'all, you actually got to know somebody. You had fun. You turned up with what you could afford to turn up with. And then you like, oh, I actually messed with this person because actually she has a great personality or whatever. You you know what I'm saying? He's pretty cool. Now I can't even He's get to cool. your personality, to be honest. Yeah, that's why I love That's why I love my baby because, you know whoa, what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now, Tommy. <laughs> We can. You can do it. Just follow my app. You'll get to see it. You'll get to see my personality there. That's where... Yeah, that's no, you got to see me on socials. That's where my, that is where my personality is. Because in person, I'm on my phone trying to set up that personality. When we're actually around each other, I don't really got shit to talk about. Oh, here, hold on. Hold on. Here, 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 here go, here go. That shit, though. Like, here go, here go. Let me get my lighting right. I wish you could see me right now, Jack. I'm, like, taking selfies right now. I'm, like... Hold on, you on Facebook right now? I'm about to put on my computer and I'm gonna just watch all I'm on here. Bruh, you want me to just take the link? I'm gonna take you the link. You can hop in, bro. Get in, we might as well impromptu. Bring them in. I'm just gonna take you the link. Oh, okay. And and while he does that, let me run and you know, because now I feel like we're we're having ourselves a combined show here. Absolutely. The Big Baby and Friends podcast meets Shot O'Clock. So let me go ahead and get a bottle then. Give me a sec. Oh. That's why I love me some Pierce, boy. That, that boy know what to do. I got one sitting right oh, next to me. We're always drinking. Yeah, hey, it's 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 in your it's in it's in your text. You want me to send to your other the other your your Gmail? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can, if I still can find your Gmail. I ain't got your Gmail. Send it, send your, send it to yourself and log in. I got you. I'm a yeah, yeah. I just sent it to myself. <laughs> How you been, man? I'm out here not loving these hoes. Well, you know, you shouldn't love them, man. You need to just come on and get like your boy and settle down. I'm trying. Shit, I'm, I'm trying. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just That's got easier said than done. I just got back from California. We just drove cross country. She in the other room. See, that's, that's see, I, I, look, I'm, I'm all about being wiped up. Nobody want to be out here looking for motherfuckers all day. Bro, that shit is awful. It's stressful. <laughs> you got to deal with stress. all that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, exactly. At least if I'm going to have some stress at home, I know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> exactly. Not multiple stress from uh, Data Pinkett thinking people. Bro, and what people aren't talking about with her is that she she puts out so much of their stuff on Red Table Talk, acting like she's like this voice of healing. And it's like, yo, baby, I think you need some help yourself. Bro, Will has to be mad of, I know he come home and he'd be like, no, you did not bring me up again on your show. I don't know what she talk about. I only watched one episode. That's what he bring her up all the time. You know he's supposed to be coming on like soon too. They leaked that out. Oh, that's crazy. Her ratings must be down. Okay, let's see. I see. Yeah, you can go ahead and hang okay. up. We got gold mouth time in this thing. <laughs> Oh, this is crazy, man. Like, this is what's dope when you have a, a friend who's in the content game just like you are. So yes. he just give you a call while you pod, and he can just jump in and cook with you, and you just shoot him the link, and we in here, baby. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I had to throw them glasses on. I can't be on here without my real face. <laughs> I might get joked on and have to slap somebody. <laughs> I wish we could get Brink in here, you know what I'm saying? But he, he busy. You know, he getting his masters right now. Oh, he making moves. That's cool. Yeah, you know, he little thing. Pierce went to the whole liquor store. <laughs> I, know, I know how is, far the bottles are. He is known for making a liquor run. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, man. So bro, like we got we got some good topics for you. Uh, I'm gonna go to the next one while we're here. Shout out to Shadow Clock. Shout out to Shadow Clock. Gold mouth Tommy and Shadow Clock. What we drinking on gold mouth? Vodka. So I put on this blue clover vodka. You can get this for $25.99 at your local liquor store, packet store, ABC store. <laughs> I'm over here hanging out in the casa with my boy. I'm drinking a little Casamigos today. Oh, little, you want thought drinks. Yeah, I'm a little thotty today. You might as well get a lime Rita. <laughs> Man, here's what happened. I was supposed to be going to kick it with kick it with some friends and stuff. Um but back before I uh back when I was back home and I drank Lobos usually and it wasn't no Lobos in Cartersville. Cause it's Poor Cartersville. Huh? My bad. I've been sitting over there this entire time uh making a bet, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so look, I want to transition to this McDonald's All American uh dunk contest. Do say, okay, hey, yeah. Support black business. Right? Yeah, support support uh whatever that man's name is. Uh, the pretty Clooney. white boy, yeah, Clooney, yeah. So, anyways, we um, uh, Goldmouth, did you yeah, see who, now? I'm in front of the screen and shit. 
Hey, did you see who won the fucking uh, McDonald's All American Game uh, dunk contest? Mm-mm. Oh man! So a, a girl won doing nothing but rim grazers. I mean, will we even call it that? I mean, one of the like one of the oops she caught. She like just like tipped it with her top finger and grabbed the rim. I'm so tired of this world, boy. I swear to God. And look, I'm all about giving the women the opportunity to participate. And not even just women. I'm all about giving people a fair opportunity to throw their hat in the ring. Okay. But when you throw your hat in the ring, just because you may be marginalized doesn't mean you deserve to win because you continue to be marginalized. Like, the, op- the, the equality that I strive for is not the end state. It's the opportunity to achieve the end state. A, give me a fair opportunity to show off my skills. Not a, I deserve to win this because people like me haven't had the opportunity to win like this before. Well, maybe people like you haven't been good enough to win before. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why the men's a world record in a 100-meter dash is faster than women's record in a 100-meter dash is. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with having separate leagues if one of the genders are more physically dominant genetically by science and math. What's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with staying in your lane? I just don't understand that. Because there are no more lanes. We're the same. Everyone's the same. I wish I would have grew up in the 70s with the Coke and the... I wish, wish, man. (laughs) I don't. That's Jim Crow. That's the back end of Jim Crow. Y'all got it. No, they was had they was having fun back then with their afros and everything. I bet you they would wouldn't trade it for what's going on right now. I mean, you're probably not right. And there was more Dang. black business out there, and the poverty gap was much was much uh, slimmer than it is today. <laughs> why? Why is that? Look what you just said. Why is it that in 2022 we are no better than we was in the 60s, and in some aspects worse. Because, because honestly, even well, and even though color still is a thing, it's really classism more than anything. Like it's classism. It is It's classism. This is this is about how much money you make, and you know. Then I think once you get to that level, they even you know, and to to a certain extent, then it like. The NFL, for instance, we like talking about the NFL here on the uh, Big Baby and Friends podcast, special Wednesday night edition with uh, Shot Clocks, Goldmouth Tommy. We, you start talking about the NFL, right? There's no black owners, right? So maybe once it gets to a certain level, it could, there's even a different type of racism that comes with that, right? But like for the most part, these people that are just like millionaires and shit. It's about, it's, it's, like, it's like I don't want this, I don't want this nigga around me if he broke. <laughs> That's all that is. Well, hey, but let's be real. Like, I don't want like, like, this poor white right trash around me if he broke. Dog, like, we have certain people in our lives that we don't really want to hang out with anymore, and not because we don't like the person, it's because dog, you can't afford what I want to do, and I don't want to keep paying your way. Did y'all see what they just came out with with that Rooney rule? Yeah, that's a topic. It is a topic. <laughs> I personally don't like it. 
I don't like the Rooney rule and I don't like the new amendment to the Rooney rule. I'm, Tell me why. I love me some NFL. Y'all know I'm a cowboy for life. We suck. We're going to keep sucking, but I love them. This is the thing with the Rooney rule that I don't like. Maybe I'm a little weird. The fact that you have to make a rule to hire minority coaches in front office, to me, right there is a spit in the face. To me, that's just my opinion. Now, the NFL did not get started by Bruce any Arians retired. Huh? Bruce Arians retired, top bowls head coach, breaking news. No fucking way. Yeah, it's in the group. Bruce Aarons retired, moving to the front office, top bowls. Brady, Brady pulled a power play. Do you, do you, hold on. Well, now you breaking news like that. Do you, before we even get into it, do you think Tom Brady had anything to do with that? Fuck yeah. All he was tired of the way <laughs> uh, BA talked to him. Does this validate a little bit more? Maybe that Miami, that kind of Miami rumor that everybody was like, oh, that can't be really true. But then yeah. it's like, maybe it is. Maybe he just didn't want to play for Bruce. Yeah. The wildest thing I heard. Because that also validates what they were saying is that when, um, when uh, Brady and, uh, Byron Leftwich would come and talk about the game plan. They would make up their own offensive game plan, and then Bruce would come and change it. And they like, bro, what are you doing? We've been working this shit all week. We good. And maybe that's why Brady came back. Wow. That wow, is- yeah. Schefter. No, I mean, Peter King, actually. Schefter put it out. It came from Peter King. I trust Peter King more than I what trust What you going to do in the front office? Just get paid? Because clearly he's not going to have any say-so on – was he an advisor? Bruce didn't want to leave. Bruce didn't want to leave, and they didn't want to make him look bad. Step down. Oh, my God. That 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 boy, Brady. Yeah, They always say Brady. They try to paint Brady out to be like this non-diva. He's oh, just he, like Michael he, Jordan, he, just like LeBron, just like Brett Favre, just like Aaron Rodgers, bro. Like, come oh, on now. And guess what happens in the process? He wins rings. W for the NFL. You got another black head coach. Yeah, no, the NFL wins here. And Todd Bowles, Todd Bowles wins because Todd Bowles is a good coach. He did lead the Jets to 10 and 6. My man B. Marsh was out there. They didn't get to the playoffs because B. Marsh never made the playoffs. And um, he gets a team that he can actually win with because one of the issues with black coaches, most of them get teams that they're not going to win with. They give them three years. The rosters usually suck. They get fired after three years, and the roster usually gets a little bit better. Or look at the Chargers. They get rid of him. And My question is, are we surprised, though? Surprised about what? I'm a little surprised that he retired, yeah. No, no, no. no. About what you just said, they get bad teams. No, it's the setup. It's to say we gave you the opportunity and you didn't succeed. And for what it's worth, typically – now, just because obviously if somebody's getting fired, typically that means the team either was underachieving or they were bad, right? I mean, that's how it works. But, like, there are obviously good jobs. Like, this year the Saints job, for instance, could be looked at as kind of a good job just because – It's a good there's job. continuity there. There's, like, the, there's the good solid players. Like, the front office. It's shitty if you get them, you know? Just be um, a devil's advocate with that asset. So most of them are kind of shitty jobs. But I, I look at I look at Jim Caldwell and I look at Anthony Lynn. Right, they were both fired because they were underachieving. The Lions got worse, and I'd argue. 
that the Chargers performed at a much, they underachieved more last year, game to game, than they would have with Anthony Lynn. Jim Caldwell should have never been fired by the Lions. Never. First of all, probably like one of the worst, like, firings ever. He and shouldn't have been fired by the Colts either. They oh, fucked right. him up. Just because Peyton Manning gets hurt. And he ben loses. He goes 2-14 and because you're tanking for Andrew Andrew Luck. And you, you fire him? But you know what Ursay was doing there with that, too? I, I don't even think it was anything against him. I just think that they wanted a whole new era. We And and pretty much Dungey was like, you hire him. You, you hire my guy. But that's well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like post, just post Dungey, but going into luck, they were like, "We're just gonna clean house." Because I'm pretty sure the GM got fired too. That they just wanted a whole new. Because has uh, Ballard's the GM there, right? Yeah. So, but he's no, before, the GM there. Yeah, but before they had Chris Ballard, they had uh, Ryan Grigson, who may be the worst GM in NFL history. Right. But you oh, do man. know, you do know that. This we could we could talk about examples about this all day long. Tony Dungy and John Gruden with the Bucks. He won the Super Bowl right after Tony got out of there and helped the defense. Blah blah blah. I can go to Gruden's credit though. His team he played against his own team in that Super Bowl. That I don't care about that. His team was fire as fuck because of Dungy. So what I'm getting at is same thing in the NBA with Mark Jackson, and then the the doggone Warriors took off. Yes, I think Steve Kerr's a good coach. Let me not let me. I'm not trying to say that. But he did set up the groundwork. All I'm saying is this leads into, to be honest, I get the complaining and I get all this stuff, but I don't, I kind of don't want the handout. Me personally, whatever. Everybody else can get it. I don't want the handout of now you have to hire somebody black. Like, I don't want that job if y'all not going to hire me because I'm fired. Same. Same. Now, I, don't, I don't want the handout, but I, I'm not going to say I'm going to turn it down. No, no, no. Oh. I was just about to say that. You got to You got to Hey, your opportunity come, your number call. You better get on that court and shoot. You better shoot. <laughs> but all I'm saying is we can't be complaining and at the same time still play the game. What I mean by that is 76% black or a little bit under 80, whatever it is, um, players, uh, let's do a lockout. Let's do a player lockout. Y'all, y'all, a lot. It's hey, they do a lot. If it's that serious, if it's that serious, let's lock it out for a year. Go let, let all white people play and let's see who tune into this motherfucker. Go mouth. Here's the problem: they won't even lock out for their own rights. No facts. No, that's no. I know. I know this will never happen. Bro, the NFL, happen. bro, they, when the when the uh, when they did the last uh, CBA, most of the players didn't read it. Most of them didn't vote. They got mad about it, and they care more about getting uh, less drug tests than they did about getting um, getting li- uh, insurance for life. Yo, that CBA was so wild, nobody even paid attention. The owners was like, these stupid-ass motherfuckers, they signed this shit. We, we lit. <laughs> like, it was so dumb that everybody just caught on to it. Like, oh, let's do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, more, okay, I'm going to get this money, whatever. Max contract, whatever the fuck. Just same with the NBA Supermax and all that. Anyway, we you cannot complain when you're not willing to stand on real shit. You cannot complain. That's all I got to say. Exactly. You know, speaking of somebody who stood on some real shit, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he stood on what he believed in, and he's never going to play NFL down. I don't know if y'all saw, but he's going to be an honorary captain for the uh, Michigan uh, spring game. What's up with Jim and these fucking – 
publicity stunt ass moves. First, he's doing and which look as a player, I think it was cool that he did the shit he did in Italy. You know what I mean? Him doing them well, going out there and, and doing their summer camp and stuff like that. Like that's dope. Like that it's exposure for them because you know if they don't the go to the left their hometown. Who's just, well, and who's to say too that they get to go to Italy or uh whatever? But he still just does a lot. I don't know. Jim's a Jim's think that Jim came out and was just like the NFL wasn't for me. It's just like, no, Jim, the Vikings didn't want to hire you. They just, <laughs> you wanted the job. And I thought that he was going to get the job, too, just like I'm sure he thought he was going to get the job. He just didn't get the job for whatever and, reason. And that's that's a good point because take the skin color out of everything. If you is a trash coach, Hugh Jackson, you's a trash coach, and you don't need no job. I'm sorry. You better not coach my team. Because we going 0-16, what, now 0-17 round this motherfucker with you. Hugh got, he took two bad jobs, man. He took two bad jobs. What you think was going to happen? But, 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 but here's the thing with Hugh. Hugh wasn't just bad. He was historically <laughs> bad. I mean, this come on, man. What are they, in three seasons, how many games did they win? They won three or four games. Like two or three. Well, they, went on, they went 0-16. They went 1-15. And then he might have went – or did he get fired midway into the – I don't he know. He got fired midway because him and Todd Haley couldn't get along. He he might have won three games his entire time there. So, I mean, he there's nothing you can do for that in three years. There was no progress. All, like, all no black progress. coaches ain't good. All no. coaches ain't good. Like, like my man David Cullen that was with uh, the Texans, like we knew that he got hired just to get fired. But yeah. at the same time, like I, saw, I, I actually saw some fucking – considering they didn't have Deshaun Watson – there was progress there. He there yeah, was. he gave Davis Mills a chance. And maybe and maybe they didn't think that he was head coaching material because hell, he'd been in the NFL for 30 years and never was one. He which was never explain, a coordinator. It, or it could be that he was black. I don't know. It, it, there could be a lot of factors on why he had never even gotten a chance. Um, hell, Bears coach, he was another lifer in the NFL. Uh, Fangio, he was yeah. a 30-year coach too. Dick LeBeau never fucking coached in the NFL. He was never a head coach. And 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 in that Texan situation, they're like, well, you know what? We got Lovey on staff. He knows about the progress that's been made. He's a defensive guy, which that was where we kind of could hang our hat more on this season than our offense. Our defense was a little bit better than we expected. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it. In order to make a breakthrough, you got – I love these black coaches for even taking these – take every shitty job because you have to because we can compare this to the 40s, 50s, 60s. We taking less money to do the same job as the others. So just in order for 30 years down the line to get to some type of medium, you got to mm-hmm. do it. It got to happen. If yeah. you want to operate in somebody else's house, you got to play by their rules until we can get some level. Until you get enough people on your back to level it out. That's just what it is. I don't, all this complaining, you got to go through it uh, or, or make your own lead and shut it up. Hey, but, but you know what? That's the problem with where our society is going now is that people want to go in someone else's house and tell them how to decorate it. And like, nah, bro, baby. you can't come in my house and tell me how to decorate. If you want to play in my house, you have to play by my rules. And again, you can push back on my rules if you have leverage. But understand at the end of the day, I can tell you, no, bro, no, no. And you have to accept that. But hey, while we here, you know, you're talking about the Houston Texans. Let's talk about another team in the great state of Texas. You know, we got a Cowboys fan here, and you're interfering with some of our Falcons talk, but I know we took some steps back this year 
But we're stepping back from bad salary cap, bad team. Y'all took a step back from playoffs, should have beat San Fran. Don't remind me. Uh, you know, yeah, you move your receiver for a fifth rounder after Tyreek goes for five picks. You know, Jerry apparently has a daughter out of the woodworks that's talking. What the uh, hell is going uh, on? Uh, the former now resigned or retired uh, VP is now, you know, he was peeking on cheerleaders in the locker room and, you know, sitting there and apparently touching himself. I mean, these are allegations, though, so I guess. Allegations, allegedly. Let me say, I am one of the few, because Dallas Cowboys fans are very annoying. I'm one of them, but I am very objective. Everybody know that. When we trash, I'll say we trash. For 25-plus years, our front office has been horrible. Y'all draft well. Yeah, I was going to say, Jerry actually does a good job drafting. But outside of that, yes. But I don't care how many good draft picks you have. If you don't put the right coaches around them, they will not perform. Jason Garrett was trash forever. He had Romo, Witten, T.O., Roy Williams, Terrence Newman. We couldn't do nothing. DeMarco Murray having DeMarcus Ware, Ju- who, uh, Julius yes. Jones. I could go on and on. Yeah, no, no, no. The Cowboys have had plenty of talent. Yeah. Always. It, they were always, talent, too. They so, were, and I know that before Romo, it was the quarterback question because he what Testa Verde, Quincy Carter. Yeah, you know, these were guys that were lining Quincy, under center. Quincy, Quincy. But look, Quincy was trash. But look, let me talk about currently. I, everybody know I cannot stand Dak Prescott. I think he is the most overhyped. It's no, he's not a top 10 quarterback. I don't care what nobody say. This dude puts up 300, 400, 500 yard games against the Jets. I could probably put up 100 yards on the Jets. <laughs> so I don't care. It's not turning into play. We have we only won what two playoff games in 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. At least we've been to the NFC champions in the we've last been to the years. NFC championship four times since the Cowboys have been. That which is uh y'all been to the um I don't know the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah, y'all went to the Super Bowl. The very first we went yeah. and was it should have won, by the way, but we, well, not we definitely should have won one of them. For yeah. sure. But that's another, that's another story. Yeah. But the Cowboys have Jerry Jones, who I think is going to live forever. The motherfucker don't want to transition. He is running the entire establishment, just like these politicians who's 80 plus still making laws. Um, 80 plus, which means when you were young, we damn near was still segregated. So your whole insight. I damn near. <laughs> Your whole insight on life is wild as hell right there. And we all know about old people. You can't change their mind for nothing. Your grandma, your mom, you ain't changing their mind about nothing. Case in point. That's that's why if you look at it and not to get into politics, but most older people are typically conservative to begin with, which we all know what the, the true definition of conservative is, right? We like things to remain the same. They're, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Basically. Hey, and pretty much. Hey, Pierce, are you ready to to give your so long to Matt Ryan? 
I thought you'd never ask, honestly. All right, um, man. Let me let me cue you up real quick. Let's get this ticker going. Go ahead. You play the music. Play the music. Are all here to do what Falcons do. Look at that. <laughs> you know, I should have put on my Matt Ryan jersey for this, but nonetheless, go you know, it's obviously because we couldn't do the show last week because you were, you know, doing your tour uh, from, you know, your your I won't call it because you didn't come from Oregon. I was gonna say your Oregon Trail, but your 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 trip from the best side to the east side. Uh, we didn't get to talk about it, but obviously, Falcons traded Matt Ryan, and you know. As a Falcons fan, you kind of knew it was coming, especially once we threw our hat in the Deshaun Watson uh, ring or whatever. And it seemed like, you know, just like the Falcons always do with their fans, you know, they were giving us a nice little hand job, you know, and everybody's ready to come, right? And unfortunately, what do Falcons do? They just give us a hand job. <laughs> we know, right? are all here to do what Falcons do. Look at that. Yeah, they, they made our penises rise, and that was about it. And, you know, they got us real stiffy thinking, hey, we might get Deshaun Watson, the kid that's from here, you know, was a ball boy, clearly grew up a Falcons fan, and all this other stuff, you know, uh, obviously, you know, black quarterback, everything that everybody – that's a, a black Atlanta Falcons fan typically thinks about because there's so many people out here that think that Michael Vick is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan, even though Matt Ryan's accomplished way more <laughs> than, than what Michael Vick did. Now that's oh. not a shot at Michael Vick. Oh, that's what the seven, five, seven right here. Not at Mike Vick. I'm a Mike Vick fan too. I enjoyed Mike when he was here, but we would be stupid to think that he was better than Matt Ryan. When Michael Vick was here for six years, he didn't really play his first year. Wait, one second, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. Mike Vick had Julio in that Matt Ryan team. That boy only had Algie Crumpler and Peerless Price. Okay, we're not gonna Price. even do that. We're not gonna do that. That's a solid slot guy. But now, look. Oh, and well, this is also what Michael Vick had. And granted, he was a big part of it. The number one running offense and the number one running defense because of him. He was running a thousand yards. I know, I know, and Ward Dunn was too. And TJ Duckett was tacking on at least five hundred. Did I say TJ Duckett? Or TJ DVD Dunn Vic Duckett, bro? That shit was real. But come on, baby, I was watching it every Sunday. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that defense. He had Pat Kearney, Keith Brookie. He had these guys. The defense was good. The Falcons actually didn't have a bad defense back in the day. Matt Ryan, I did it. And I didn't even include this year's, but in a podcast we might have did either last year or before the start of this past season, we did an average of the defense rank that Matt Ryan's had his entire career. They ranked like 26. Oh, that was early on. That's back when we were nerdy. Matt Ryan went to the Super Bowl. His entire career here, and I know this year we were 30th or something, 26th in the NFL was the average defensive rank he had. So he's always dealt with – He's always had to basically win a shootout if he was going to win any games. And and Vic also had to take off every game. And let's not act like Vic did not get to the NFC Championship game. Let's not do that. Let's but Matt not Ryan do it. did it twice and went to the Super Bowl and won an MVP and gave us back-to-back winning seasons after 40 years of football here. I agree with you. Five, his first five years were winning years. They were I winning agree. seasons. 
I think I'm just talking shit. I think Matt Ryan is a better quarterback, but it ain't that far though. Don't be acting like it's like this. No. this well, here's the thing. This is what where when it comes to at the Atlanta, when it comes to Atlanta, and I know you're a Virginia guy, obviously. So like, yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know you got love for. Uh, well, why is he muted? I don't I know. know. You, I know oh, you I got love. Talk. I'll let you talk. Go ahead. I know you got love for Vic, obviously, and I'm sure AI too. But um, that I guess the thing is, and, and this isn't about Michael Vick, but my point in even bringing that up was just that Michael Vick would might be the most popular Falcon of all time. No, question. absolutely. But when it comes to the greatest Falcon, Matt Ryan is better. Ryan. I agree. Hey, you know who used you know who was a scrambling quarterback in rec league and used to hold that rock like this with one hand. Like a loaf of bread? Yeah, because I, I left you right here. Quarterback sneaking. I'm hitting a thing like Vic, baby. Niggas used to watch too much fucking uh too much fucking Madden. You know what I mean? Niggas were playing that game way too much and thinking that that was really what that I mean, he was doing shit like that on the field. Don't get it twisted. But you weren't winning the game. You might you, know, you might run up 300 rushing yards, 300 passing yards, but your ass lost that game, man. Here's the thing that people forget. Here's the thing people forget. They talk about how five Vic was in Madden 04, right? And he was. But remember, they brought in that quarterback vision thing. And I was still fired with it. Vicks was like this big. That shit had no spotlight. He had Peyton no Manning. Peyton Manning and Brady, that shit covered the whole you, thing. You, you didn't have to move that shit. You just put it there. Huh. <laughs> I used to bust heads with Brady. That's back when I was a Brady fan. But now I can't rock with dog. You know what I'm saying? He did us dirty. But, hey, here's my parting words to Matt Ryan. Hate to see you go. But thanks for what you did. And I'm happy that we were able to send him somewhere where he had the chance to win. Uh, I'm not mad at Matt Ryan. I'm not mad at him for wanting out after they said, hey, man, we're over you. You know, like, he's he's the greatest Falcon of all time. Greatest Falcon. Not the greatest football player who has played for the Falcons. No. He is the greatest Falcon of all time. And the organization, he deserves for the organization to give him a soft landing spot. Unlike... Baker fucking Mayfield, who thinks that he's supposed to pick where he goes. Wait, Baker. I didn't I didn't get the finish. Just give me oh. one more second with it. And okay, just to, to say it, even as a Falcons fan in general, it's going to be so hard to go to games this year. You know, I'm going to still cheer for the Falcons. Like, that. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a real fan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just because Matt Ryan's gone doesn't mean I'm not a Falcons fan. But, like. It's going to be tough because you start talking about this is a guy that's been here. He's been here since I was in ninth grade. And so, like, you know, basically your whole getting ready to become pre-adult adult life, this has been the face of the franchise. And he's, and he's brought something that you had never seen before, and that was winning. It was something to where even though we never won the whole thing, we did finally win. We were consistently winners at one point. We had a fighting chance every game. And it's unfortunate. Number two. It's unfortunate that there's so many fans here that never gave the respect that Matt Ryan was due and what he did. Why and look, it wasn't all him. He had Tony Gonzalez. He did have Roddy White. He did have Julio Jones. Why but, didn't he get that respect though? Because Matty Ice was ice. That boy was fire. You know, I don't I don't want to chalk it up to be him being white and not mobile, but that is basically, when it comes to the black Atlanta Falcons, that's, a good man, point. that's exactly, that is exactly what it was. That's and what it people, was. People never got over Michael Vick here. You know, they never got over Michael Vick. Like, 
and 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 I get it. Like I said, it's Mike Vick. Like you know, what I mean, everybody loved Mike Vick. Um, but you know, Matt was the consummate professional for the Falcons. He never got it into anything like that was bad. He always yeah, led. He wasn't running bad news kennels. And let, you, and let me tell you, when it got bad here, he didn't want out. He wasn't like, "Mom, man, get me the fuck out of here." Like he never did that. And I just think that Matt Ryan will probably go down, and and this is just in sports in general, but certainly here in Atlanta, maybe the most underappreciated athlete that a city has ever had because I just don't think that he got the love that he deserved. I'm very happy that he's an Indy. I have already purchased a Matt Ryan Colts jersey because I'm not going to have too much to cheer about with the Falcons, but I'm going to go to one Colts game this year. We do business up there, so it makes sense. And uh, and we also play – they also play the Raiders, so hopefully that game is on national. I'll go to I'll go to Vegas for the game too. But, like, Matt um, Ryan was the shit. I ain't going to lie. He came out fire. He was very he good here. He might have not been great. He had a great, He had a couple of great seasons, but he was always very good. And the, the sad thing is because he couldn't just – he just couldn't flick the ball like Dan Marino, he is going to retire with a better resume than Dan Marino. And a lot of quarterbacks. And he no, he's going to retire with a top five resume in every quarterback category. Yes. Like oh, yeah. yeah, he's going to retire top five in all the major quarterback categories. And if he doesn't want, if he, if we don't have a holding call, if 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 you know what I'm saying, he this he may not get in the Hall of Fame, and that's the bullshit. He may I not get in. I, I think especially now. Let's see what happens with the Colts. Obviously, you start talking about he's going to go to a top three O line. A top three run game. Now, think about the last time Matt Ryan's had any of these things and what happened. Yo, let me I, tell I, you I, right I'm now. He was running I, a lot of games is what I'm, I'm saying. I'm sending some money in for Matt Ryan for, for Colts to win the Super Bowl. Matt I mean, I Ryan. Like it. I like it. I, I like they're definitely – I think they're going to definitely win their division. Matt and, Ryan. And once you're in the playoffs, he gets a cup. He's going to a dome team, and then all the teams that they play in that division are warm, warm weather. weather. Yeah, like he's going to – He's. I think he's going to crush it. In Indy. Let me tell you right now, he's going to have an amazing season. No, they will not sniff the damn Super Bowl. But Matt Ryan is a Hall of Fame QB, and if he does not get in first, first of all, this Hall of Fame stuff is pissing me off these last five years of how they are putting these people in. They have literally spit on people's resumes that are bar none. Yeah. Matt Ryan better be first ballot. Now we want to put Matt Stafford in right now because he just won the Super Bowl. See, I hate that. I do not like that. Whole lot of dick sucking in the NFL. Trent Dilfer was also a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't see no so Brad Johnson. I mean, we could go on and on about these guys. Nick Foles. You know, but, Nick, hey, but Matt, here's Foles the thing. Foles. But here's what Matt Ryan, here's what Matt Stafford has that these other guys doesn't. He has the raw skills that we love in a great quarterback. He just hasn't been a great quarterback. He has the number. He has the numbers too, because he throws for the Detroit has to throw every down, so he throws fifty attempts a game. They right, and they had a terrible now, and I'll give this to him. They always had a they always had a bad run game, literally. You know, I think Reggie Bush had, had, had a couple years where he had some guys that could run. You know, Mike Turner at the beginning. Turner. Then he had two two years of uh, Devontae Freeman being really good, but outside of that, Matt didn't have no run game either. Hell, we saw Steven Jackson that one year, and it was just like, all right. <laughs> but, is, is LeBron James the best NBA player to ever touch a ball? Yeah. Is he switching this up on us? We're not, no, we're not going there. We're going to talk about well, Baker. What I was going to say, but oh, to, to, here, I was going to segment into this. 
there's a reason why the Colts chose Matt Ryan, right? And what was that reason? You had a younger quarterback, cheaper money, that wanted to go to you. He's that, a prototypical. Hey, hey, I tell you what, that's won a playoff game more recently than Matt Ryan. He's a prototypical professional that's above average quarterback that's going to get the leadership and just have your organization on a good path. He's not going to start no shit in the media. Consummate professional. So what's that's Baker actually Mayfield's good problem then? Because obviously you just went the polar opposite of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is they the, Baker Mayfield's not good. Never been good. He's not good. And he carries himself like he's great. And he gives out more vinegar than honey. Okay. Um, you he, he transferred from Texas AM or Tech, whatever fuck he was at for a reason, right? Texas AM, right? Because it was Cliff. No, I forgot. Whatever school it was. He tech he transferred for a reason. He goes to Oklahoma. He gets propped up by Lincoln Riley, just like Kyler Murray did, just like Jalen Hurts did. And if you look at them, they're not great NFL quarterbacks. They've not they've not been coached as well as they were since they left Lincoln Riley. Um, somebody should give Lincoln Riley the bag to leave USC right now. Yes, he's that good of a quarterback coach. Well, I'm not who it was going to be. Jerry, Jer. Yeah. Um, but but we all so, know what's going to happen there. Sean Payton. Anyways, yeah, so Sean Payton's gonna be counting. Well, that's the thing. Baker made multiple missteps throughout his career. Okay. He he called out Hugh Jackson after Hugh Jackson left, like mad that Hugh took the job from Marvin Lewis to go to Cincy. Like, you were supposed to be with us. Now you're traitor. No, I got fired and somebody else gave me a job to make money. Jack, when you cover your face like that, you look like Dion. Um <laughs> the money. Uh Coach Prime. And uh, then, you know, he calls out Duke Johnson for his money. Like, hey, bro, don't talk about another grown man's money, especially in the media. He calls out the training staff. He calls out the most popular beat writer for, for, for Cleveland. And then Odell's dad puts out the highlight reel or the low light reel, whatever you want to call it. Baker did a lot of things to piss people off. And there was never a time that his teammates came out to defend him. So that tells us everything we need to know. And why would the Colts go from a quarterback that no one liked to another quarterback that no one likes? Where there's never been a ma- bad word about Matt Ryan, the guy ever said. They call his kids the ice cubes. Come on, man. Let's 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 just call, let's get straight to it. these diva collegiate quarterbacks that are close to the top five Heisman running quarterbacks end up not throwing an NFL pass, thinking they the hottest thing since sliced bread. He gets Baker's Mayfield problem. He got 18,000 progressive commercials. This is my house. This is it. The dude is already famous before he proves himself already. That's number one. Number two, you play for the Browns. I can play for the Browns and look good. <laughs> Let me tell you, the Browns are the, the team name. It's not even good. I mean, the Browns. Who's voting? Who, who's rooting for a Brown? Anyway. Whoa, whoa. Sounds like some shit to me. I didn't catch that. But anyway, Baker Mayfield is a average quarterback. It's okay. But your mouthpiece is above average. You're talking above average when you give an average play on the field. And you don't get to do that. And you bring too much drama to my organization. Shut it up. And just play. Let me tell you what Baker Mayfield is praying for. There's only three options he's legitimately got. 
either one, the Falcons decide that they don't really, even though they've been promoting Marcus Mariota, one, the Falcons decide, you know what, we will trade for him because now the asking prices went so low. They, I mean, they're not even going to be able to get anything for him. And maybe the they're Falcons – They're going to have to pay a salary, man. 18 mil. I mean, it doesn't, at this point, it's going to be off the books anyways after this year. So what difference does it make? But obviously, that's not the number one. I'm just bringing it up because I'm Fox now. I'm thinking, I'm like, well, maybe they could bring him in. The probably the big if he was going to get traded, there's only one team that where he could go and compete, and he would probably be the front runner. That's Seattle. He would be the front runner over Drew Locke in reality because he's accomplished more. It doesn't mean that he's better. It doesn't mean he's got better arm talent or whatever. But he has accomplished more, and he is the number former number one overall pick. Matter of fact, they might have came out the same draft. Now that I think about it. The Seahawks, I think it's about the draft after, but the Seahawks won't pick them up because they're in rebuild mode and it's no, we don't need no drama. You bring it over here. The Panthers are probably going to end up scooping them up. You know, that's another team that could do it too. And or, he can battle out with his other failed draft mate. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold. I'm go Sam Darnold. But you, you want to know what the crazy thing is too? Then there's always this part because they can't keep them on the roster if nobody wants to trade for them. They're going to release them. And then who's going to pick them up? A lot of people think the Steelers are actually the team that would be interested in him. And, of course, that's appealing to him because the Steelers don't have a bad defense. They do have a run game. They got some okay wide receivers with Claypool and Washington. Yeah, there's the shoulder. No, chip on the shoulder, buddy. I don't have any potential. Well, 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 and then there's also I get to play you motherfuckers twice a year. So you can throw if that shoulder thing right out the window because all that stuff that you said he's going to have in Pittsburgh, he had more of it in Cleveland. So he's trapped. <laughs> I don't care. What <laughs> right. He had Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, the defense of a lifetime, a run game of a lifetime. He's not good. Fuck the chip on the shoulder. He's not good. I, I agree. I, I'm, That's it. Ba- I go back to the draft. Bucky Brooks, a guy who in the media I trust and respect, he said that Baker was a third-round talent, and he's showing himself to be a third-round talent, a middle-of-the-road starting quarterback. You'd rather have him at the backup making $5 million a year, but you you don't like his personality, which is why you don't bring him in. But Big Baby, oh, he had a good season that one season. What about that? Trent Dilfer made a Pro Bowl. Thank you. Yeah. Trent Dilfer I mean- made a Pro Bowl. You know, it's funny. I was going to bring this up to put this as something on the docket. And I know this is random. You get to a wormhole on YouTube, but I was, you know, they YouTube will suggest stuff, right? And I was looking at a completely different sport. But my point is this, and bringing it up, NBA All-Star Game. I looked at some of the guys that started in the All-Star Game in the 90s. And Kenny Anderson was like a starter. Like, these are people that – these are people that fucking started in the All-Star game, and I was like, God damn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, well, what the fuck happened in the NBA to where this guy was starting in the NBA All-Star game? And, that's why – that's why Michael Jordan was able to win. I'm talking 90s, though. We're not even that's why, that's why Michael Jordan was able to win uh, those those back-to-back three-piece because the league was diluted. It was a bunch well, of bullshit. It's funny because it, 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 it was the 94 All-Star game, too, where I saw it. I saw the starting lineup and then who got selected. And, you know, John Starks was an All-Star. And I get it. The Knicks were good at that time, right? But, like, but bring it to that point, guy, I guess the point is, is that guys have these seasons. I mean, look at who the top two vote-getters for Rookie of the Year, Baker Mayfield's year, were. Saquon won it. 
and he might as well. I, I know injuries are kind of bigger. Uh, yeah, but injuries is part of your football makeup. Line too. Football yeah. is part of your injuries are part of your football makeup, and Saquon is made out of the same shit that this fucking paper is right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, you drop it, it's broke. Yeah, same shit that Anthony Street Close Davis is made out of. Very fragile, you know. We got to take special care of something like that. And hey, um, can we talk about a fragile team, a team that just ended up breaking after we thought they were going to build something? Can we talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars? And well, you don't want to talk about the Jaguars. You want to no. talk about their former coach. No. Can I talk about Urban Meyer? Can I talk about my guy, Herb? This 99 guy from the Rams. He looks pretty good. Go ahead and play the clip. On which clip? You know which one. Come on, Cartman. I'm a cop, and you will respect my authority. Yeah, right. You better get back to school, little boy. <clears throat> oh! Get your ass to jail! <clears throat> Ow! Hey, what the hell are you doing? You can't do that! Ow! 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 Hey, that's pretty much what Herb was telling him. He told the boys, I'll cut you and you won't make more than $15 an hour. Bruh, you understand? Even though your team is bad, these are NFL players that NFL teams want. That's why in the clip he said, get back to, get back to school. Right, you know? and, and then with what John Brown, he said apparently... No, them boys from the South, uh, transcripts don't look good. Herb, we care about you because of what boys in the South did for you. I understand he had a good run at Utah, but he doesn't become one of the greatest foot college football coaches of all time if he doesn't have that Florida run. Okay, honestly, Urban Meyer was the biggest disgrace to NFL coaching ever. Urban Meyer was the biggest oh, failure on. in NFL coaching that I've come ever on. fucking seen. No, come on. If you come don't on. know... At least, at least in college, he had a successful, more successful run than Bobby Petrino. Now we got to Bobby. Bobby is still Bobby Petrino knows who fucking Aaron Donald is. Bobby was still the floor. He's and the Ir- floor, and Urban's the basement. So the only difference between Urban Meyer and I hate him as a he can't deal with grown men. But most college coaches, they first year, they don't know because think about it. Your focus has been on your. Uh, SEC, whatever conference you in for ten plus years. Urban was out of coaching though. He had time. Yeah, he, 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 he he said he did his homework. He said he did his homework. Just well, like uh, your coach I mean, said he did his homework. I used to say I used to say I did my homework at school. I co- copied off somebody. That, that no, don't mean I did. He did, no. He did do his homework. He saw how many years and how much guaranteed money, and he said, "I'm in." That's, that's the whole. He knew the math. He knew the I math. Know, I get that. And and if you're talking about urban and capitalist. Have had it. You know what I'm and, saying? But Urban and, the coach? Jacksonville is such a U of F area. He already the, – the fan base was bought in. Even even if you're skeptical on college coaches, the fan base is bought in because, hell, Florida played there every fucking year against Georgia, right? And we know how much he won. And that's like – and it's not too far from Gainesville. When so, Urban came in, I thought he was – I thought he was going to build an NFL staff and he was going to be able to run a a functional organization. Let me tell you when Once I knew OTAs came up, you knew that that was you knew. Oh that yeah, was, Once Tebow came in, I'm like, yeah, it's over. I was he just hired, about to he hired somebody in the offseason, and then that before he didn't even get the OTAs, then he's doing all the stuff in OTAs. Then you get to the regular season, you lose to the Bengals, and then you're like, you know what, guys, head on home, take a shower. <laughs> you guys and gang him. 
Pierce, Pierce, take a shot real quick. But let me tell you when I knew Urban Meyer. Wait, wait for me. Let me tell you when Urban Meyer, I knew, noticed he didn't do his homework like a teacher on uh, Easter Sunday. When he invited Tim Tebow on his team to play tight end, I knew he wasn't an NFL coach. Take a shot today. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, man. Here's why I, I just put it so low, because he didn't make it through a season. Everybody yeah. hated him. Now, granted, he got fired, but neither did Petrino, and Petrino quit. <laughs> Petrino had a, had a soft he landing quit, spot, though. He quit and was fucking doing a Suwu pig or whatever. The, like, the, nigga, we, I remember it too well. We played on Monday night. I was at the game against the Saints. We got blown out. And then I woke up the next morning getting ready to go to school, and Sports Center's got breaking news of Arkansas introducing Bob Petrino's next to that shit. And then he sent out laminated. Think about it. He got messages wrote and laminated to give to the guys. He didn't even give it to them. <laughs> the Falcons gave it to him. I don't think anything gets lower than Bobby Petrino. I'll say no exodus. I'll say no exodus worse, but – He's more going to respect Matt Ryan, too, because he took that shit the very next year to the playoffs. But go ahead. He did. We won 11 games. And he won a game of the year. Herb, Herb is giving me vibes that he may be a little low-key racist, man. Yes. He he hired one. (laughs) He hired one, and then. His wife. It's high-key racist. Them boys from the South, you know, them transcripts ain't right. You got to slow it down for them. You're a Midwest guy, Urban. It's not like you're from the academic center of America. You're not from fucking Boston. <laughs> he said, I'm the master around this motherfucker. And that's I'm the old ball coach. But that's, yeah, I'm the head. You, you know you racist when you say, I'm the head ball coach. That's racist. Well, that's what they call C's Everybody Spurs. had a coach that said some shit like, I'm the head ball coach. You guys think Spurrier is racist? That's what they call it. That's like his nickname, literally. Not to mention, he's also another college coach that failed in the NFL. But well, he was also playing golf every day too. It was 2021. <laughs> he's still talking about I'm the head ball coach. That's that's racist. <laughs> hey, not that old, hey, that's old timer shit. That's that. Uh, you know, we were playing against Forrest Gump at Alabama. <laughs> type you know, I mean. Hey. Call me coach. What's what's your last name? Co- coach. Call me. Hey, I'm fucking coach. Even when you leave this program, I'm fucking coach. And you know, like in the NFL and the NBA, most players call their coaches by their first name. They don't call them coach. Um, you know, but Tim Tebow. Who's your daddy, Gary? <laughs> Tim Tebow makes me think of another guy who is a bad quarterback. Apparently, he's playing tight end now. The Saints are moving Taysom Hill to tight end. Wow. They signed Jameis Winston, and then they just signed um, Andy Dalton. They hired, huh? Yeah, Red Rifle, (laughs) fucking BB gun. Uh, They hired Dennis Allen, who wasn't a good coach for the Raiders. Uh, Good DC, you know, maybe Dan Quinn 2.0. I stole that from you, probably Pete, in pre-production. I'll give you credit for that. that's how I see his tenure, except not the Super Bowl, of course. Right. But like I, I, just, I see his tenure being similar. I, without a quarterback. What the fuck? And that's what I'm saying. This, no Super Bowl. What, uh, what, are the Saints, what, what are the Saints doing? Like they made 
they have a better roster than us, but they just may be worse than us because Andy Dalton. Well, Alvin Kamara, you know, he beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> and, and we completely forgot about it because Tom Brady came out of retirement. All these guys got traded. Matt Ryan, Russell uh, Wilson, uh, Devontae, all these guys, Tyreek Hill. There's been a lot to just to get away from what he did. You know, <laughs> he made a nigga ass in Vegas. Yeah, and like got some serious charges for it. Michael Thomas, you know, we know he doesn't. Uh, he didn't want hell. He didn't want to be there last season, so he sure as fuck don't want to be there this season. And who knows? Maybe the fact that I, even though the Bucks are just gonna still be very good, maybe with Todd Bowles, I don't know. There's nothing that's gonna happen. The Bucks are gonna win this division, but like I don't know what the Saints are doing. I think that they're caught in a place at where the Falcons have decided to trans transition before everybody even though they lost Drew Brees now what will be two years ago now coming up on this season we're moving on from Matt Ryan probably a year too late because Carolina's we- transitioning no they still have Matt Rule and they still have uh the guy they traded for uh from the Jets so yeah I think that's his name but like and they're still Cam Newton still in- interested in coming back I no, Cam Newton says he wants to go to a contender where he can compete. I'm so tired of Cam Newton. I'm back. You ain't been back since 92. Shut Cam, up. Cam needs to be smart. If the Falcons offer him a contract, he'll make a ton of money selling jerseys because everybody here wants to suck his dick so much. And I mean, look, as an Atlanta guy, like I don't hate Cam Newton, but everybody's always been like, man, I bet the Falcons would be so much better with uh, fucking Cam Newton than Matt Ryan. Well, if you bring him in, you still got damn near the same roster that, that Matt Ryan hey, had. Hey, Parley Pete. Bring him in. Do you, do you not understand him. that most people don't buy NFL season ticket? So well, they don't well, they watch, really watch it either. They I don't watch it. I do fantasy on it. Right. I am a season ticket holder. They, niggas don't watch football. They only watch the national game. And guess who never makes national games? The fucking Carolina Panthers. <laughs> And now the Falcons don't. But well, I love no. Cam Newton. He's just trash. <laughs> Same. Right, yeah. Let's just keep it 100. He's just not good. I mean, I'll be real with you. I would rather, not good. Like, I'd rather yeah. have Cam this year than Mariota because we're going to no, be bad. No. You no, we're going to be bad either way. We're going to be bad either way. I think it would be, just be cool to have him in a Falcons jersey because he's Wait funny. a second. It'd be kind of like Dwight. It'd kind of be just like when Dwight Howard was with the Hawks for one year. Wait a second. Nobody Wait ever a... thought Dwight Howard would come to the Hawks. He signed here. Wait a second. He actually, he actually had a lot of uh, – because he came from Houston to here, so he still had tread on his top. No, no. Got... Yes, that will that will get the bucks in the building, the dollars. But Yeah, as I said, oh. people might come to games with Cam Newton here. I, I don't Ooh. like people disrespecting Mariota. He's uh, average. He's, he's, he's not trash. Our his, roster is, his though. Ceiling is, his ceiling is solid his... game manager, competent game manager. Well, but our roster is shit. Today, he's better than Cam Newton. I don't give a fuck. No, no, I, I agree. I, agree. No, I, agree. No, I both agree. I just I just think our roster is so bad. Who gives a fuck who's what playing difference quarterback? Is, yeah, it really does. We're going to still win three to four games, and Cam would prop maybe do the same in reality. I will bet you right now that y'all will win five games, put 100 on it right now. Five, mm-hmm. five and 12. Mariota Mariota will win. I don't look the schedule. Mariota is going to win five games. Put put some 100 on it right now. I put 100 on it, and we got to cut this clip because 
I will put 100 on. I don't think we're going to win five games. I'm going to be rooting for the Falcons next year like nobody's right, so our, our bet, I got our it. bet is over under, over under Falcons win total, four and a half. That's basically I'm going to Atlanta to go to so a game. I'm going to take the under. You Bro, we, hey, I got an extra ticket. Nigga, just let me know. Nick, he's going to win five games. Mariota has gotten a little bit of a bad rap in the NFL because I watched the NFL for real. Kind of. Me too. Shit. I, but but what I'm saying is kind of, uh, which you guys may know it, obviously. And I know that he hasn't uh, pointing the wrong way. I know that he hasn't been. There we go. I know that he hasn't been to one since. But obviously, homecoming returns. Typically, the Falcons have a home game that week. Once they release the schedule, we should probably plan to make it that weekend. Yeah. Hit me up. I got it. We we it, it. Well, yeah, in October. We'll know exactly. You know, we'll be yeah. not halfway through the season, but. You know, six, Ooh, seven. Eight, I man. hate homecoming. Oh, we don't even want to get into that conversation. You gonna cop the Morehouse polo gear? I have not worn a Morehouse paraphernalia Shit. since I've been at school, and I'm gonna start wearing it because I fuck. That, that's the house I went there. I graduated. That's my shit. I need to start oh, getting back into it. It's the White House. Oh. <laughs> hey, my first of all. I'm a. I definitely was not a crown form man because yeah, I had to go to Dean Darn at that when he cussed us out, talking about y'all not gonna graduate. Your parents better not. Y'all, go, they parents gonna see you not graduate. But I love me some uh, hold the hands and dear old more. That's my shit. You like the camaraderie. I'm about to make a dear old Morehouse song and auto tune it up because that's my shit. Let me see. Is there anything else we want to talk about in basketball? Y'all want to talk about Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland? No. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Um, and, and it really ain't even him. Uh, I really is fucked the Falcons for giving it. Like I said, giving the fans this nice little hand job. Knowing goddamn well we were never going to get them. Like, did, did you hear? Now, hold on. Just because you did bring it up. Okay. Arthur Blank actually got on the radio. Yes, and he did. did. And he did talk about this. I heard about it, but and I didn't listen to it. They literally asked him if it was his idea to pursue Deshaun Watson. You know what his answer was? What? No. Cap. He said it wasn't his idea, idea. but he was open to it. Well, once they did it, that's when you start hearing the reports of he's fond of him. He remembers him as a ball boy. This, that, and the third. Uh, He's trying to distance himself from it just in case he's a sexual predator. Got it. PR move. Right. But point being, he said that it was – Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith's decision. Which, well, Terry Fontenot <laughs> wants to keep his damn job. Which, well, which on surface level said, well, right. We talk, we're talking about black people that work in the NFL. Think about it, the Falcons do have a black GM who had a successful run with New Orleans in a very high role with them. Uh, he'll be gone. Let me tell you, they're going to have the most cap in the NFL next year. And if they Draft a quarterback this year, he'll be gone by the end of 2023. I don't even think he makes it to four years. And Arthur Smith may follow him. I liked what Arthur Smith did in year one as a coach. I liked it once it got going. Um, I was worried about it initially. but Well, the first two drives of the first game, we were like, even though we settled for field goals, it was like, we're moving the ball down the field. This looks good. Like, yeah. But then it went downhill from there. Then you do the game against Washington. Hey, let's talk about the Packers real quick. Um, j- j- just real quick. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. 
uh, he knew that Devontae wanted to leave because uh, the apparently they're not friends, which I'm sorry, Devontae, like bullshit, but if you get the same amount of money to play with Aaron Rodgers or the same amount of money to play with Derek Carr, I, I guess Vegas is better. But apparently Devontae Adams isn't a going out guy. He's a chill at home with his family guy. Like, rest well, in Green Bay. Well, remember, Derek Carr was a star no, no, quarterback, no, no, too. I mean, no, no. there was a there's actually a connection there. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. And you know what? I, I got some friends from college who I have a great friendship with, but I've also met some people uh, after college who are better at certain shit than, than, than they are. And I rather do certain things with those people, despite how much I love them. OK, go. OK, let me let me counter that. Let me counter that. That's okay, fair. That's fair, but that's wrong because connections will always get you farther than the quick bag. Case in point, they have history playing with each other. Number two, have you been to Wisconsin? Ain't nobody trying to play at Green Bay with that cold-ass tundra on Lambeau Field. Fuck, or, fuck out of here. I'm going to Vegas. I'm going with my boy. We about to do it up. Well, have you seen the Raiders roster? Well, hold on that now. It's lit. Well, hold on now. now. Now let me play devil's advocate for that. Von Miller plays in Buffalo, and Buffalo's good. First but of all, that's I a, went to Buffalo. That's a, the Falcons' last road game. It's cold as fuck up there too. And there's, horrible, I mean, Toronto's not too far. But horrible, like, ain't nothing to do in Buffalo except eat Buffalo wings. Horrible yeah. argument. Be horrible nice argument people, though, too. because he's a defensive player. He's on the tail end of his contract. He's in LA. Wait, wait, wait. He's trying <laughs> to get his money. He just won a Super Bowl. He don't give a fuck no more. He's trying to get the bag. Horrible yeah, he's argument. in the Hall of Fame. Devonte, he's first ballot. First ballot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's one of the greatest Devontae. defensive players. One of the best. He's certainly of an error. He's uh, probably, like probably Aaron Donald is probably the second best. Him and Khalil Mack, those three are this yeah. generation's best pass rushers. On the downside of his career, he's off a of Super Bowl. He he's great. He's part his money. This Hold year. on. No, okay, we all know he's on the downside. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. look at the stats. Anyway. Tiger won a Masters a couple years ago. Like, oh, damn. I'm just saying, when he went to the Rams, his numbers changed. So, so oh, man, I'm, I'm right here with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had a good season. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Devontae Adams is in his prime, and is still in his prime. The Ra- Have y'all not seen the Raiders' pickups on that team? Have you seen uh, Derek Carr throw football? Okay, okay, stop, stop. Look at the Green Bay roster and look at the Raiders roster and tell me where you want to play at. I don't give a fuck about Aaron Rodgers because I'm close in the play. Look, they done done it three years in a row. They won 13 games three years in a row and they can't get it done. So for him, why not go to the desert, play with your teammate, live out there? You're right. I don't. I don't blame Devontae for being like I'm not coming back to you niggas. Trade. Hey, let me. Can I? Can I spin it back to the Packers, please? Go ahead. So there's rumors that DK is available. Julio's still on the market. Um, who who's the other receiver still on the market? Somebody else is still available. I think Julio's gonna be a Colt. I, I, I would like that. Julio's still on the market and they can draft somebody. What what are the Packers doing? They're they got something brewing. No, they don't. If you're if you're if you're uh if Aaron the, doesn't resign if there's not something brewing. Did you not see that contract? Yes, he does. Anybody everybody gives him that though. You want to know? You want to know no, what sucks? Oh, no, they about, don't. They can't. They can't. You, you want to know what sucks? We were just talking about Vegas. What sucks is, you know, guys like Calvin Ridley uh gambling. 
because the Packers probably would have traded for someone like Calvin Ridley to go play with Aaron Rodgers. And we probably could have got that one from them. Basically. Let me me tell the viewers something real quick. Your boy has his master's in sports law and business. So I know what I'm talking about here. You make more money. You make more money. ASU, you already know. You make more money with the team that you're on. You're not Aaron Rodgers is not getting that contract with nobody else. The 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 way it's structured. Now, money-wise, yes, but the structure of the contract means a lot. Number two. Devontae Adams can actually be the face of an organization. Aaron Rodgers is the face of Green Bay. You're never going to be the face of Green Bay playing with Aaron Rodgers. That's number two. Number three, I have a actual friendship. I'm playing with my boy. Fuck y'all, nigga. I'm playing with my guy. That's my dude. You mean to tell me my, my college friend is throwing me passes, my man? Let's go. Let's do it up. You're right. tripping. You're right. Oh, you you, you call you call me being a Skip Bayless type motherfucker right now because I'd much rather kick it with y'all than these new niggas that I be meeting. Like, who's on the podcast? My college friends. <laughs> no, Devontae Adams hit Derek Carr up and said, oh, I'm going to get the house by you. Let's get it. What you talking about? So, so, no, so no DK to Green Bay? I don't care yeah. if DK go to Green Bay. Well, no, it won't be the He still can't uh, fucking catch. But um, well, you know who can catch Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. So good move, good move. But what's truly the move at quarterback there? I mean, and it, it's nothing against two. I don't think two is terrible. But what it is is just we all know that the ceiling of the team begins with the quarterback position. And Colin Coward, I know you're a big fan of the herd. I don't know if you saw he did this whole breakdown of I'm going to not even rank the teams, but I'm going to rank them by quarterbacks and show like you, that. will I it like surprise that. you if this is what this go, how the division goes this upcoming season? Cause he said basically this past season that that's exactly what happened. Every team that won their division had the best quarterback in the division. But Seriously, you look at it. Here's my thing on Tua. Here's my thing on Tua. When Tua had a track team, it was a work of art. Okay, true. But let me tell you right now, Tua ain't it. He ain't it. Tua is also like Tua is still not Patrick Mahomes either. I've like, seen him in college. I, I, I'm like, like a like I said, deliver that ball. I'm like, like a Yes or no? He can't del- deliver like Patrick Holmes, but he can deliver it damn near like Drew Brees. He's one of the most he accurate. Like his arm strength is not, not there. Not, not, not with he has that strong no. Y'all missing a point. Not with his injury, he sustained. He used to be able to put it like that. He cannot do that no more. Point blank, period. He can't do it no more. So, yes, you have a track team, but if I cannot get it to my track team, I don't give a fuck what team I got on the field. You're right, because a four-by-one team can have the best four runners on it, but if you can't if you can't hand off the stick, it don't matter. It don't matter. So, I, I but I, what I think this season is, it is the two – the true two evaluation, right? Yes. Tua gets the opportunity to show whether or not he can barbecue or mildew, and if not, they still have – like, everybody's upset saying, like, they gave up too much for Tyreek Hill. What people aren't understanding is the Dolphins have draft picks for days. I don't think – I don't like Chris Greer's philosophy. I don't like the coordinators that they've hired. Um, but what I will say is he's acquired so much draft capital 
that he can afford to spend five draft picks on a Tyreek Hill. And here's what I'm going to say. A lot of people are saying that the Chiefs made the right decision because they can re they can retool, they can they can they can pivot, and they're gonna trust Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes because Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are bigger than the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has. No, they're not. I personally disagree with that take. I'm right here with you, go mouth Tommy, because I think what made Patrick Mahomes so lethal was the fact that he had the fastest receiver Damn. in the league who could also run the full route tree. And because of Ty- the attention that you have to apply to Tyreek Hill, the attention that you have to apply to Travis Kelsey, and again, he was better when he had Sammy Watkins, a receiver who can actually go get you, uh, who can go underneath a little bit more. It it it, it was like damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's damn near like the uh, the Warriors with KD, right? If you stop one, you can't stop the other. There's nothing that you can stop there. That's what made that team so so great. On the offensive side, on the offensive side, but now that Tyreek Hill's not there, Patrick Mahomes has to play more like a conventional quarterback, and I'm not confident that he can do that week in and week out. Let's get straight to it. The reason why they got a Super Bowl is Tyreek Hill. Come on now, he threw the ball straight up in the air. Tyreek said, "I'm gonna get this fair catch." Bang! He literally found a ball in the air, which nobody else could do because of his speed and acceleration. Got that thing and went down the field. Jimmy Garoppolo should have a ring right now. Anyway, off that. Fuck James Garoppolo. Do not give up a number one transcendent talent as a receiver because I don't care how good of a quarterback you are, your receivers make you. Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Tom Brady, Wes Welker, Deion Branch, Randy Moss, at different times in their career. Gronk, Aaron Hernandez, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You will not, you will not play like Patrick Mahomes throwing no looks to nobodies. You ain't going, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. It ain't going to happen. Because you remember when Steve Nash got a trash team and he's a assist man of all time. Boy, they, the Phoenix Suns was drowning after he lost the Matrix and Stoudemire got injured and all these other people. Leandro Barbosa. Blah blah blah. Same I'm thing. Johnson. Same I'm thing. You rich. They they had a solid season. They they went to the West Finals. And one of the they one of those years they lost to Kobe. But the point point. Yes, yes, he was well. He wasn't he wasn't two time MVP. Steve, even though he shouldn't he should be a no time MVP. Rank the AFC West oh, right oh, now. Oh, 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 baby. Oh, oh, baby. You would not oh, expect oh, the MVPs in my presence. Parlay and Big Baby, yeah, rank, rank the AFC but, right now from one to four. Let's get it. Take a shot before you do it. A- AFC from one to four? No, the AFC West, the uh, Chiefs division. Okay, let me take the shot. You go first, Parlay, Pete. All right. So this is just how I had it, based on what we know before the draft. So pre-draft rank. Pre-draft. One, if I'm being honest, just who I really, really like, probably more than any. I know a lot of people don't. People don't like. People don't like it. Don't like it. But Chargers, I just think that that is the team that they almost have to break the fucking seal. Okay. Because if if either that or uh, what uh, better not say it. Better not say it. 
Don't no, even do it. Don't even do it. Just do one through four. Don't just do no. it. Point do man, you want, hey, one first. through four, no analysis first. One through no four, analysis. no analysis. Chargers. Raiders. Broncos. Chiefs. So the Chiefs showed all their deficiencies in that AFC championship game. They still can't protect Patrick Mahomes. They've only lost. Everybody else in the division has gained something. They've only lost. The Broncos, I think. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my four before you before you analyze it. Because we'll go into it. Because I'm gonna go Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm close to you. I'm Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. Wow, you think I'm going, y'all? Wow, Russell Wilson is a declining asset. Yeah, yeah, right. Barring injury, barring injury, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers. Say it again. I'm sorry. I disagree on the Chiefs, Broncos. Hold on, hold on. Actually, I change it. I change it. Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders. How the hell do you put the Broncos ahead of the Raiders, who were a playoff team, and they added arguably the best wide receiver in the league to their team? Mark my words. Well, and, and, my and, words. They did it in a, and they did it in a season where they were having nothing but Turmoil. controversy surrounded. They overcame so much adversity. And they could have – bro, they were in the game with the Bengals. If, if a whistle didn't get blown, the game could have been tied. We I all mean, know the NFL don't work like that. It's not year to year like that. And that's exactly why I picked the people I picked because, yes, the Raiders had a high. You got to, they're not going to keep that up. They're going to end up being third or fourth because they just got together with their newfound team. The Chiefs, I don't care what nobody say, they still going to be third. They're going to be in there. The char- the Chargers and the, um, the Broncos, I don't think y'all know the firepower that the Broncos had, they just had Drew Locke. And Russell Wilson is not no slouch. Let me tell you, they going to give it to Russ this year. Hey, but here's here's the thing. I've watched Russ cook, and everybody think that Russ, when he cooked, he's 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 Emerald Lagasse. You're like, bow, bow, bow. But Russ, Russ is more of a crock pot cooker, man. You just need to follow the recipe, put it in a crock pot. And you'll pull it out and it'll be all right. But if you know we why you don't Russ, like that? If we you ask the Russ to cook it up the right way, nah, baby. You know Russ, why you think like that? You know why you think like that? Because of Pete Carroll. You're only as good as your offensive mind, your offensive head coach and offensive coordinator's mind. Russell Wilson, if you've seen the Pro Bowl, he can make every pass on the field. Stop. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I also believe that Russell Wilson likes to run himself in the sacks. I think Russell Wilson, um, so did Michael Vick, so did did a lot of people that made it to the NFC and Super Bowl. Come on now, Uh, yeah, I I, I got you, I got you. Look here, here's the thing I'm Russell Wilson has not been, he has not been as good the last, I don't know, the last season and a half as we would like for Russell Wilson to be. the team he was with. Look at the I team. Just look at, DK and, Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett, both thousand yard uh, receivers. DK uh, Metcalf, that's a bar. Carson, a thousand yard run. Stop it. Stop it. Stop if it. If you watch the game, if you watch the game, if you watch the game, if you watch the games, DK Metcalf is a poor man's. 
Calvin Johnson. He has to build, but he can't. He y'all 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 getting too high on DK. He's a naked Calvin Johnson without without a goddamn burner phone. He Calvin, don't even put Calvin. it with Calvin Johnson's name. Calvin. He DK Metcalf can run two routes. That, no, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. He's he can run a back, but, hey, but he can run him very fast, and he will get a nigga up off him. At, whoa, at, no, ask no, Gilmore what, no. what he did to him. Ask Bumper and Gilmore. Y'all seen y'all seen him chase down one nigga? Y'all think he fired? He's not fired. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He's he carried fired. me to the playoffs in, in fantasy two years ago. Stop. DK not fired. Yeah, two years ago. I don't, and, fantasy and, football and, is not real football. He's not fired. And stats is that league. I remember when people were trying to say in our group in that league. That year that he was top five, and I was like, "That nigga not is not top five." And I brought up Devontae Adams, and everybody was acting as if not everybody, but you know That's what everybody. I mean. Everybody, everybody acted like I was crazy. I was like, "Well, I said if you looked at the numbers two years ago, Devontae Adams had missed games." And I was like, "That nigga's got like," and this was in like November. I'm like, "He's got like 13 touchdowns. He ended up with like 19." I'm gonna show you that right now. If DK Metcalf was that far. The Seahawks wouldn't have got off Russ. Point blank. Exactly. Exactly. But it's not that far. Exactly. No, that's a very fair Seahawks point. got off literally, Russ because Russ came in there and said, I'm done. No, no. He don't, have no he don't have no weapons in Seattle. I'm sorry. He don't. He got weapons. Nah, he got he got weapons. I watched, Bro, the, Falcons. I watched the Falcons play every week. Them niggas didn't have no weapons. Russ had Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Yeah, Tyler, Lockett. No Tyler Lockett is Tyler Lockett on the last Cowboys roster is the fourth best receiver on our roster. Y'all had yeah. the best. Y'all had the best receiver room in the fucking league. Okay then. So if you fourth, that means you not you, what? 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 You fourth? You fourth? Cause you fourth. Bro, y'all arguably had three number ones: Michael Gallup, healthy Michael Gallup, Ceedee Lamb, and Amari Cooper. Bro, Pete Carroll never let him cook. Cause Pete yeah, Carroll. Yeah. Pete Carroll understands football. Pete Carroll understands. Pete Carroll understands football. Do you know his record aside from the Super Bowl? Really? I saw what he did at USC. Uh, I saw what he did with Seattle. Pete Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll understood that if you let Russell cook, he gonna burn that shit up because he gonna try to do too much. USC. Matt Liner never panned out. Reggie Bush never panned out. Matter of fact, he was an NFL coach. He was an NFL coach before college coach, and he never panned out. What you got to say about that? Uh, let me pull up the stats, man. If I have the Legion of Boom and I'm the head coach, I'm going to win a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. That defense was fire as fuck. I'm so stop arguing. saying that Pete Carroll is a good quarterback. I mean, a good head coach because he ain't. He ain't. He's average. Average. He He's 152 and 104. You think that's average. good? Yeah. I What's the percentage really? on that? Uh, 59.3%. It's not good enough to me. Jason Garrett's your guy. Stop it. Hey, no, he's not. Let me see. He took he took the Patriots to the to the uh to the playoffs one year before he got to, before he got to uh Seattle. So he wasn't just a bum. He was a bum. Bre- breaking news, by the way. Tom Brady was informed Bruce Arians plans to retire either the day of or the day after he came out of retirement. The day, be- the day of, the day before. The day of or the day after. The day before. I don't, I don't believe. Well, it. the Tampa Bay Times is what's 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then nah, yeah. Did Tom Brady made a phone call before. You know what I'm y'all, saying? Y'all believe that? Y'all believe Bruce Aarons is gonna step down just because Tom Brady didn't come back? Y'all believe that? No, no, I believe that Tom Brady made sure that Bruce Aarons stepped down. Oh, facts, facts, facts. Hey, hey, it's two hours. We gotta tighten this thing up. Uh we're gonna skip some other shit I want to talk about. Let's can we get to the, uh, get to the final four? Final four, yes, yeah, what I'm talking about. So before we get to the final four, let's talk about Shaheem Holloway and um St. Mary. Uh, what's that school called? Uh, St. Pete. St. Peter. Yeah, St. Pete's. Right. Shaheen, Shaheen Holloway uh, just accepted the job at Seton Hall, his alma mater in New Jersey. He doesn't have to move houses. Um, we kind of figured he was going to get a great job after this run because that's how and it And he worked. was an assistant there, too, before he got the job at St. Pete. He was an assistant there for five years. And, and again, he's a McDonald's All-American who went there, like, one of their distinguished alums, if we're being honest. Uh, so, St. Pete made that run. Shaheen Holloway, he he had that. Is it Shaheen or Shaheen? I think I spelled his name wrong. Shaheen. N or M? N, as in nigga. <laughs> I spelled it you wrong. Just on the phone and, you know, when someone wants you to spell out something, bro, I spelled it wrong on accident, too. That's the worst part. It's a, it's a typo. So, Shaheen Holloway, he's a Seton Hall man. How did that St. Pete's run make y'all feel? I mean, I think it, it's the best low seat run that we've ever seen in our lives. Okay. By far. By far. I mean, and I can even remember. Back then, I think it was 05 or 06 when George Mason made the run. They were uh, – that was the first time I remember seeing a team, like, make a run run that shouldn't have. And then VCU did it with uh, Shaka, who is now – he went from Texas to now he's uh, at Marquette. But, like, um, Shaka Smart, you know, black coach, because he's a black coach, uh, kind of similar in a weird way because he had, like, the moxie. He was young younger like for college coaches he's young um and they uh they made that run but i think by far just because of them being a 15 seat and who they beat i the murray state one wasn't too big of a surprise now we gotta remember they beat them by double digits but the fact that they beat kentucky and cal they beat murray state who for what it's worth still has been a really good program the last five years i mean look at john Morant. That's the, who the coach that was at uh, Murray State. That that's who recruited John Morant. John Morant was like, "I'm gonna sign with you." So they beat them, and then you beat Purdue, who I was a very high on all year. They were so good this year, and then you beat. Uh, wait, 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 yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, okay. They lost in the Elite Eight, and then you lost to UNC, who has, for what it's worth, since they beat. Duke in Coach K's last game has kind of seemed kind of like a team of, I don't know. I mean, they, they're bit. full of McDonald's All-Americans. It's not like they're a bum-ass roster. Like, they, just, they just under, they underachieved. Hot hey. take, hot take, super hot take, but super hot take real quick. If Hubert Davis, UNC's coach, if he beats K the first time they've ever played in the tournament and just so happened to be the Final Four, if he beats K – in his final game and beat him in his final game at Cameron Indoor Stadium, that man is going to be the coach there for forever. I think literally because I he's think, a, he will already he will not be Dean Smith or Roy Williams in a sense of because he, he has a – and let's say when if he wins the national championship in his first year though, yeah. that nigga is going to be like the legend of UNC. Did, like, I, 
did I just hear somebody say St. Peter's was the best underdog run? Yeah. Yeah. 15 seed in the, the elite. elite. First 15 seed to make the elite eight. And then who you beat on the way there? Purdue a lot of people didn't realize how good Purdue really was. I can was. understand y'all y'all doing that by stats and not by team makeup. Really? No, I'm just not, I'm talking about the. I think they're the best team. Like those guys, guys are players. Those they had guys a team full of no, niggas. No. If we went down to Morehouse and picked up some guys, no, you know, Saint, was, no, Saint Peter's is not that trash. Stop. That's Stop. what they looked like. But I'm just saying Stop that's it. what they look. Stop it. Like St. Peter's is from New York. They ballers over there. Stop it. No, all I'm saying, you wouldn't have been too surprised to see these guys running, not at Forbes, but uh, what about Archer? What about what about Archer. VCU? What about Davidson? What about no, I, bought, I bought up VCU and George Mason being the first like true underdog I ever and they went to the final four. Davidson Dave, went to the Elite Eight, but who did Davidson yeah, have hey, when they went to the Steph Curry. See, was, see, I don't like when people do hold that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, to, hear, hear me out, though. Hear me out. Steph Curry was similar Steph was to already – Steph was the leading scorer in the NCAA the year that they did that. It's not right, like Steph, Steph Curry was – Steph Curry – Right, Steph Curry, similar to John Morant, similar to Dame Lillard, were late bloomers who niggas already knew was like that, and they no, just stayed where they were. Y'all can't do that. You see, I don't like when people – Look at them through the NBA lens already. I'm, no, no, I'm not. I'm not looking through the NBA lens. Yes, you are. Steph Curry, the, Steph Curry was the leading scorer in college basketball. Bro, no, no, stop, stop, stop. He did that year. He led the NCAA in scoring. Okay, I don't care about that. A lot of people lead the NCAA and, and suck in the NBA. So let's do this. Put it in a vacuum because Steph Curry, when he first got to the league, won't Steph Curry. So let's because let's, he had Mark Jackson, bum ass as his coach. They saw stop plenty it, of people. Stop right. stop Steph, no, Steph Curry stop. got passed by the Knicks twice for two different guards. The Knicks suck. No, 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 no the, not the Wolves. The T Wolves. The Wolves were two different guards, but the Knicks passed them too. No, take no, out, the Knicks were next. Knicks were next. The Knicks were next. The Knicks. Take, were next. Take, take out the NBA. Take out the NBA before they got there. I, I am. Don't care what your name is. I don't care. Your daddy was in the NBA. Nobody seen Davidson doing what they was doing. I, I'm looking at it as a team. Fuck Steph Curry. They did it twice, though. Fuck Steph Curry. That team literally is – who knows the college of Davidson? I don't know nobody who knows who Steph the Curry played. Steph Curry played Georgia Southern in conference, and my cousin who was at Georgia Southern at the time did not go to the game. I said, bro, you did How not go to the game. How far did they make it? How far did Davidson make it? I'm pulling it up right now. All right, then. All right, then. The I don't same care same. about the names hey, of the players on the team. I can't remember that St. Peter's also was a 15 seed. Davidson was not a 15 seed. You know what we don't know now, though? We don't know what players out of St. Peter's team right now is going to flourish in the NBA. We don't know that. That's why I'm saying put it in a vacuum. In the la- in Steph Curry's final season at Davidson, he averaged 28.6 points, 5.6 assists, 2.5 steals. He was the NCAA leading scorer. His name consensus first team All American. I, I don't know. I don't know why very, that matters. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Let me tell you, they could have lost in the first round. Steph Curry was still going to be a first round pick. I don't. You know, facts, but I don't get why that makes any. That that has nothing to do with. I just don't think that their run was there great. Are, there are D three NCAA players that. Average more points than a collegiate NCAA Division One. So let's yeah, they play against them. niggas like us. They, they play against niggas like us. Exactly. All three of us could have played D three basketball. You're ma- okay. You're making my point though because 
put it in a vacuum, get the names out your head, and get the team in your head. Davidson, nobody knows the college of Davidson. I don't care what y'all say. Nobody knows the household name now, though. Now, who made it that? Thanks to Steph. But St. Peter's, I had never heard of St. Peter's. Ever. Oh, I have. I have. I, I don't know. I had hey, never but, heard hey, of let's talk, hey, let's talk about Coach K's last ride real quick, man. It's bucket. We've been here two hours, okay? Coach Keep K. Man, I live with my woman. But, okay, after that, like, I got a topic. Y'all going to love. Y'all going to love. You gonna keep you gonna keep niggas here all night, man. Anyway, so uh, we got we got Dave, we got Coach K's last ride. He's gonna play against UNC. He has his opportunity to get his get back from them ruining his last game at Cameron Indoor. Uh, I've watched Duke in this tournament. I think Paolo Vancaro Van is building or whatever his name is Vancaro, whatever his name is. He built he's building his his draft status up to move up. But I, honestly, I can't. I don't know his name. I'm not gonna look it up. Number twenty one. Number 21, the wing from Duke, is he, he impresses me. That nigga is nice. He kind of looks like not, – he's not baby LeBron. I know you're talking about the darker dude, right? The dark dude with the hair, number 21. He's he's, he's Paul George 2.0 coming, funny. baby. That nigga can shoot that rock. He can play D, pause. He – bruh, Duke is going to dog walk UNC because Coach K going to put that fire up their ass. They don't dog walk them niggas. No, they're not. Yes, they are. It's personal. They're not gonna dog walk. It's personal. I think. I think. I think it's gonna be a. It. 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 It's got the makeup to be an instant classic. I mean, it really doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. Have y'all seen Duke in the last five minutes of their last two games? Dog walk. Put them on the leash. How close were all those games in the last five minutes? Exactly. I'm with Parlay Pete on this. When you get this point, unless it's UNC playing St. Peter's. When you get to this point, all the games are close. So hey, like, hey, go. This is, walk. this is like the Saints and the Falcons, the Redskins and the Cowboys. It's yeah, always the NFL too championship. Close. I mean, come on. Wait, which we should have had, which we should have had, by the way, that year. The Saints lost on the Minnesota Miracle, and then we lost to the Eagles somehow. But it's always uh, going to be should have been a year we had that for that yeah. us. But but I but basically. I know what I was saying. And if 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 it was not K's last season, they didn't lose in Cameron Indoor. I got you. But I'm saying Duke gonna come out gangbusters. Paolo gonna be on this shit. My man's number 21 gonna be on this shit. The big seven footer down there. Duke, Duke got an Duke, NBA team out there. I know it sounds crazy, but UNC's got just as much at stake <laughs> because they literally can be like, yo, what is sweeter for us to be remembered? Then not only blowing this man out in his last game at home, but then his last game ever in the Final Four, we take him out. They got yeah, just AC, as much at stake. Yeah, AC for a reason, baby. We're real they quick, got just as much at stake. Real quick, big baby right. to go and parlay Pete. Y'all, y'all got a bedtime? Y'all going to sleep after this? No. Okay, somebody get on Instagram Live with me because I got topics that I really want to hear from real people about after this. <laughs> God damn, boy, you trying to? I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm gonna cook my steak. I don't mind being on there while I'm doing it. I got. Oh, you can steak. you can cook it up while you're no. talking it up. Give me one of those topics so we can close it out here, and then we'll 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 we'll, we'll get off this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you've been on here a long time. Your viewers probably love it though because everybody everybody do all that. But one of the topics was your boy, man. That that that. You know I love talking about relationships. Kanye, man. Kanye. What's going on? 
That's all I'm gonna say. No, I read an interesting article about about Kim K and and Pete Davidson, and oh, apparently put me on. Uh, it was on MSN. Apparently, they don't have much chemistry outside of the bedroom. Um, apparently, it's funny. I literally saw that shit today yeah. too. So apparently, like all Pete wants to do is just fuck and fuck and fuck, and like they have great sex. And I think Kim put that out to make Kanye upset. And but she also and the person also said that like Pete is enjoying the clout that he's getting from being Kim K's partner. But it's like, yo, bro, you're 28 with no kids. I got four kids, dog. Like, I got shit to do. Like, I just can't be laying up all day fucking. And well, are you okay with how Kanye moving though? Right now, well, I'm not okay, okay with how I'm not okay with how either one of them are moving because they got kids, man. Like, keep this shit out the media. If you want to move on from your partner, that's fine. You can do whatever the hell you want, but let's not act like these tabloid shots of Kim getting caught with Pete are like random. If Kim, Car- if if you take a picture of Kim Kardashian, she wants you to take a picture. And guess what? Kanye has always been emotional. He's always speaks his mind the way he feels when he feels that way. And now that he has Twitter and Instagram, we just are seeing it, bro. Kanye's being himself. I don't agree. I, I don't say I don't agree with it. I wouldn't do it myself, but that's him. He's being true to himself. And just like her, she publicizes everything in her life that she wants us to see. So she's being her. That's just the problem is sometimes. When people when things are good, it's good, but when it's bad, it's bad because we're gonna be who we was, and you know what I'm saying? They all know who we be, and when we be who we who the fuck we who we really are, and it's going against you, it just hit different than it would if we was together. That's all. And then and then I love I love that breakdown because that was a great breakdown. And the last thing I'm gonna say, what would you feel, Parlay Pete and Big Baby the Goat? If your girl, your significant other, your wife, whatever you want to call it, was writing letters to this man, he dead, and you got to sit up in the house. What's good? I think we're going to live in different houses. Yeah, I, I don't think that. That nigga dead, bro. You can't bring him back. You know what I'm saying? If you can't you know, get over the dead nigga. Hey, big baby podcast telling them. They tell he telling them, man. You can't get over a dead nigga. I can't do nothing for you, girl. Like shit. big baby, big baby. You know how much of an ego hit I would take. You still talking to a dead man. I'm right here. Follow Pete. Right Come here. on, man. I'm putting together just to give the people the, the six pack here. Oh uh, shit. You're gonna put together a six pack. Oh, that's well, we got the six pack, you know, for um the final four, and we luckily enough, too, we also have the NIT championship. So it makes it to where I can actually give a legitimate six-pack, unlike last time, um, where we did – well, no, no, no. Well, last actually, time, can you comment on, on this topic before you talk about some six-pack shit, please? Yeah, go for it. No. You, how would oh, you feel if your girl was writing letters to Tupac? Yeah, no, nah, I mean – He's a great host. He's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I mean, there's not too much, not too much to really to, to lead to be desired, even talk about regarding that the aspect of her doing that, and that's why you know a lot of people, some people think that Will Smith might be the most famous cuck of all time <laughs> because it's like, well, we know your we know your wife has already came out and bought you on her show to talk about how Augie. Oh, another dude and maybe y'all were separated whatever same house you're still together now and so 
But even if you were separated, and I'm sure Will had his, but you know, that 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 whole dynamic, which is what makes that incident so unique, is that everybody knows, or it's always been rumored at least, that you know, they were like swingers, like there was like a lot of weird stuff that always has come out about them. Some people thought like the swinger and the moon and the swing and the swinger. Yeah, a lot of people thought that Will Smith was gay. You know, there's just like a lot of stuff that kind of comes out with them. And Will Smith has always played the nice nothing guy. Wrong being gay. He might be. There is nothing wrong with being gay. But but it's when you don't wrong. admit it, I'm not saying it's an issue, but people are certainly going to look at it in a different context because yeah. it's just like, well, now you're not even – you're afraid to be yourself. Right. So, but, you know, he talked I, about it I, in his memoir. Any other move that you do if you're going to do this. But you know, but you know you he, he talked about it in, his, in his memoir that he felt like he was a coward when he didn't stop his, he, his dad from intervening with his mom, and that goes, that's what triggered him. He when, goes, uh, I don't fuck with that. You know, I don't fuck with that. And I'm 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 a different type of guy, and that's why niggas don't like me to this day. Cause I don't care. I don't care. You are 50 years old. Get the fuck over it, cuz come on now, stop it. You have been lit more than you have been down. We all, every single person, whether celebrity or not, has went through trials and the tribulations of their own. So you are not, I hate when people play the victim and they say, they 45 years old talking about back when I was a kid. This had, fuck, fuck off. Is you going to move on or not? Cause come on now. Is you going to get, is you therapy, whatever you got to do to get over it? Or are you going to keep moving on with your life? Shut up, Will Smith. You are up. You don't have to worry about no bills because- Let's all be real. Money is the number one. It's the number one topic to have your relationship, your kids, your family. Because I have to worry about my check every month. You don't. So you get to worry about the little dumb shit because you need something to worry about in your life. You get to worry about the little dumb shit that don't make no never mind to me because I'm trying to eat every day. Fuck you. And and no, nah, but that's real shit though. You know, the the in, in these situations, these guys like like uh Lee had said earlier, you've been rich or you've been rich longer than you've been broke. Nah, well my bad. Yo, you already said it. You've been rich longer than you've been broke. So at this point, little shit like that, I've never, even with Kanye, and let me tell you, I'm a huge Kanye fan. And, like, I thought his personality, especially if you did watch the Genius thing, too, it just confer- reconfirmed it to, for me. I'm like, a two-hour podcast on Genius. Check it out, bigbabythegoat.com, Genius Breakdown. Check it there out. We, he's always been the same dude. So, for me, I, even as a fan of his, and I can separate the music from the man, but I actually respect the man, too. I never understood why he was doing all that stuff on IG because I'm just like, bro, you're Kanye West. Not only are you out here already doing it with these, you got some fine. I've now Julia Fox, she's all right. She's a solid looking white chick, but he had even the girl he's with now. He's gotten some pretty bad bitches, is what I'm saying. And it's just like, and I get it, Kim's bad too, like in rich whatever. But, but she also like, relates you, to him, man. I think that you can literally, literally get any woman that you want. So why, why do all this? Like, and I know you want to keep your family. I get that idea, but 
Why Hold on. are you doing this, bro? I just you're too rich for this. Like that's hey, just but, stop doing this. Like, but hey, but let's be real. How many women can we get? Right? We can get them in bed. But how many of those women do we actually want to spend the night? No, no, no. Can we do this on? Can we do this on my IG live? Cause we, we, we. Bro, you go. Give, give me like, give me like. Let's pierce through these picks. Give me like ten minutes to pee. Uh, do you think? Do you think? Hey, just once you go. Hey, just go live and I and I'll join for a hot second. I I, I can't be there long. Do you think? All right, Dang. let's get these picks real quick. Let's get these picks real quick. All right, hold on. Hey, y'all got me working overtime today. All right, we got it's some uh, picks here. I know the people have been begging for it. So, um, now we're going to go ahead and do a final four uh, edition of the picks. Uh, and we're going to also throw in the NIT. That way um, we can make it a complete six pack. Nobody wants a four pack. You know, you typically only get that four pack of beer when high IPA. Yeah, exactly. It's got a high alcohol content. Now we're going to still give you a six pack. Uh so we'll start off actually with that, you know, that light beer that's going to go into this, you know, uh, bag of six packs. We're going to start off with the NIT. We got the NIT, Xavier versus Texas A&M. I don't know terribly too much about them individually in terms of player names and things, of, you know, of that nature. But what I do know is that I've watched a lot of college basketball this year, and both of these teams are teams that I've watched and bet on. Give me Texas A&M. They definitely should have made the tournament this year, and I think that now that they've made it all the way to the championship, that they're kind of showing, like, you know, we really did deserve to be there, and they really should have. I don't know how they did it. They lost to Tennessee in the SEC championship game, and they were pretty damn good down the stretch, and they certainly showed it in the tournament, knocking off Auburn. Uh, they didn't beat Kentucky. Tennessee had beat Kentucky, but – they they knocked off you know they knocked off Auburn who was the number one team and Bro, so they were we, real quick can we say that the team that wins the NIT deserves a a, a shot in the in the dance more than the winner of the SWAC the MIAC, and Horizon League they'll never change that though but yeah I know they won't we, but I'm just saying again, but then again you don't get stories like St Peter's if you do it fair. Because, of course, Texas A&M is better than St. Peter's. But are they really? We don't even know. And so that's what makes the NC March Madness so great. But give me Texas A&M money line um, against Xavier. And then we're going to take the under in the first half at under 64 and a half. Championship games, there's typically defense getting played. And Xavier was a really good defensive team at the start of the season. Uh, it tailed off a little bit, but they also play in the Big East. And, you know... I don't know. A lot of those teams don't play any fucking defense, even though Villanova is in the uh, Final Four, and they're a great defensive team, um, if anyone watched that Houston-Villanova game. But nonetheless, I'm going to take the under just because that's been kind of the theme of this tournament to begin with. A lot of these games have been going under, especially in the first half. So give me the under 64 and a half, first half of that game, and then Texas A&M money line for the game. Uh, next. Let's get to what everybody really wants to hear about. Duke, North Carolina. It gets no better than this. Um, you know, probably the best college basketball robbery that there is. And we're talking about potentially Coach K's last game. It's not going to be Coach K's last game. Give me Duke on the money line. Uh, I like them to get there. And, you know, just because we won't even get to get to it, I'll just go ahead and say it now. I like them to win the whole thing. I think that he's going to go out with that swan song. Similar to uh, Peyton Manning, Don Wooden. 
yeah, I, there, there's been so many guys that have, and and I'm just thinking of guys, Ray Lewis, you know, all-time greats that have got to end their careers winning it all. A lot of people thought that Brady should have did it after the first year at Tampa, but who knows? Maybe he's coming back and do it this year. Now that he's got Todd Bowles as his coach, it sounds like hey, he might be a little hey, bit. Hey, Brady, if Todd Bowles gets a Super Bowl this year, I'm good. I support black coaches when the Super Bowl. Is Brady stop? Is can he can he go home to his hot wife or not? I mean, these are <laughs> these are questions. Um, hey, look on everything in a relationship, guys. All right, give me so give me Duke money line, and then we're gonna also similar to the NIT championship. We're gonna go ahead and do the first half over at seventy one for Duke North Carolina. Both of their games have been high scoring. Both teams can score. The over in the whole game is really high. But I really like the 71 because both of these teams actually can score. Plus, both of their games went over in the first half of their Elite Eight games. So I really like 71. That's not that high of a number for those two teams. So give me the over in the first half with that along with the Duke money on for the game. Next game, I'm going to take Villanova plus six. So the spread is four and a half, so I bought a point and a half. Villanova is pretty good defensively and Everybody's got to stop acting like this isn't their third final four in six years. Jay Wright's a great coach. He's got something cooking there, and he puts together really good teams. That's why they've been to – they've won two national championships in the last six years. And no, and actually they've been to four final fours because they played UNC in that rematch the year after they beat them too. But they've won two national championships in the last six years, and now they're back in the final four. They've been very good. Give me plus six, even though I kind of like Kansas to win. I definitely think that game is going to be a last shot type of game because that's just how this stuff goes. So give me plus six by a point and a half. And then we're going to take over 133 just because I'm of the belief that this game probably can go into overtime. As much as I like Villanova's defense, Kansas is a juggernaut offensively too. They do score a lot of points. Um, and, you know, kind of to go against the grain of the NIT championship and why I'm taking the under there, 133 is not that high of a number for a college basketball game. And I just expect there to be uh, a little bit more points plus potentially an overtime. All right. So l- l- let's go back through this. We got Xavier versus A&M, Texas A&M. On, we got taken A&M on the money line. Yes. We're going under 64 and a half for the first half. Uh-huh. Then we got Duke versus UNC. We're taking Duke on the money line and we're going to go over first half, 71 points. Then we got Nova plus six. We're going to buy a point and a half, and we're going to go over 133 for the game. You got it. Hey, man, guys, this was super fun. Like, thanks for calling me randomly, Goldmouth, bro. This shit was crazy. We had a great time. We Before you sign off, I'm going to let you do your sign off. Y'all, I do not like doing video podcasts, but y'all, I'm a video y'all too. We're going to get a shot o'clock because I'll be talking about that shit shit. Y'all going to get on there. I'm going to hit y'all up. That's what we're going to make it happen. Hey, bring us on, bro. You know, we love shot o'clock. You know what I'm saying? I'm always spamming your comments. Talking I got to say, we, really, we need to, like I said, do crossover. Do that, yeah, too. We do. I really, I really want y'all in person because that's when it's real fun. So when y'all come to goddamn Phoenix... Let's get Jude. I know that Jude's been there a couple of times. He told oh, me. He, oh, um, he was supposed to do the last one, but we we did some other shit. But we we're supposed to do some. Last one. <laughs> that sounds I, about like sounds yeah. about right. 
Yeah, I, I pulled up. I pulled out there right before you started shot o'clock, and we talked about it. You know what I'm saying? We may have to do an Atlanta matchup, and I, that shit's hilarious. But uh, it is. It really is. Hey guys, thanks for coming on, bro. I loved it. I appreciate y'all. I gotta pee. Go, hey, go, go live, go mouth, and I'm and I'll send you the uh, request to join. We out, baby. We're gonna be in there. Let's do it.